Hey guys, this is Jim Fix, a.k.a. Fillmore. For those of you who love QF, a podcast about Howard Stern and would like to donate some money, there's two ways now you can do it. Uh, you can join our Patreon page, which is listed in the graphic you're seeing now. But also, if you'd rather not do a subscription-based thing, even if it's a buck a month or what have you, uh, you can use our PayPal account, which would be jimfix76 at gmail.com. Uh, and you can donate whatever you like, however you like, uh, one of those two ways, and we'd more than appreciate it if you'd like to do so. Thank you very much. How old are you? Right now, 54. And you're going to a psychiatrist four days a week? Three days now. Three Dr. days three a week? Days. Yeah. I'm 17, I go one fucking time, I'm the guy that's <laughs> fucked up? <laughs> This. What if I strolled in a girl who's into geeky looking pelican fucking odd guy? I cared about you. And, and she's got a fetish. She's into pelicans. Bring her in. And, so uh, you say and the whole, like a pelican. Yeah, yeah, you're saying I'm fat. The whole segment is about this hot chick somehow liking an obese, disgusting Fuck guy. Off. You're a fucking asshole. So, why? I met a great girl. Okay, the world is full of great girls. No, she's hot. Yes, she's hot. Yes, she talks. Yes, she listens. Bad. She she's good and bad. Right. Yeah, because that's rare. Move into Sam's house and get the fuck out of our lives. We'll get beat. We'll get Beetlejuice to pick out our shirts. Get fatter. Get fatter, Harvey. We're more of those fucking. Beetlejuice will pick out Howard Church. You can look at Sam and blow him. What must the rest of your life be like? And Doesn't it remind you? Did you ever see the Twilight Zone with the little kid who wants everyone to be happy? And if they're not, then he kills them? I think, uh, well, I don't think you're at, I don't think you're at that level, but there's a little bit of truth in that. I mean, and look, and again. When I was a little kid, yeah, he just slowed it down. When I was a little kid, my dad would take me to ball games. I would sit there with my hands over my head. I was so scared of getting hit well, by a ball. Yeah. You've been going out with this chick for two years? Yeah. Yeah, met at Shabbat dinner. Who is she? <laughs> With Brenda. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Who is she? She's only the love of your life. She's Beth. Beth. Oh, wait a minute. I know somebody who knows Beth, but... Who is I'm it? trying to think who it is. Somebody who went to school with her or something. You didn't hear anything weird, I hope. No, 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 not something weird. I can't remember now, but it's, it's, it's one of those weird stories, like... I think she always wanted to be with somebody famous. Was the oh, stop. oh man! <laughs> somebody said that really? Tell you the truth, man. Here's some guy. That's the problem with radio. Some guy who's managing an automotive parts store yeah. is telling you how to uh, do your radio show. Meanwhile, I'm a genius. Absolutely. Well, maybe we did teach you how to steal material. That was good. That was true. You did teach me how to do that. We're good. Welcome, everybody, to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Jim Fix, a.k.a. Fillmore, or is it the other way around? I always get confused. And with me, of course, is my wonderful breakdown specialist co-host, Raven. Hey, how you doing? Believe it or not, guys, it's been a while since we actually recorded uh, Breakdown. We've had a bunch of extra episodes that we've had to make in the interim, but we're not going to waste much time. We're going to go right into it, back to April 12th, if I'm not mistaken. And um, uh, we got quite a few clips for today. And a big thanks to Mark Shabzovich, who put that together. How many of the first one few clips? He did five. The first five are all his. Okay. So, so thank gets, you, Mark. Yeah, you get the full shout out. Thanks, Mark. Uh, first clip is called Caitlyn Jenner. I'm not sure if I missed. Uh, t- I forgot to type the, the joke that came along with it. <laughs> it <laughs> or there, wig, nothing, there never was. <laughs> wig jelly rolls on Jenner. That's it. Okay. So my bad. Like, 
horrible, but they're telling her how great she is. You know, she's thinking she's a, a rock star. It's it's just Caitlyn awful. Jenner. Sing, baby. In the morning, feeling like he did. He grabbed my glasses out the door. Gonna see the city. Before I leave, I brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Cause when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. I'm talking pedicures on my toes. Wh- okay, where what the fuck was this from? The MTV <laughs> Awards or what? No, this was a game show called The Masked Singer. Where they okay. have celebrities come on in costumes and you can't see who it is. And you, there's three judges and Jenny McCarthy is actually one of them. And okay. they have to guess who the singer is. And then... They're competing against other celebrities, or they're kind of C-list, D-list. They're not really A or B. Okay. But um, they come on, and then they get uh, judged, and then they have to guess, and there's a big reveal at the end. So this was Caitlin's song that she sang, the uh-huh. Kesha, Kesha song. Okay. I feel like she's like, even that song shows how she can't figure out her identity in the sense that she she didn't know that song. No, that's a, that's a song called TikTok by Kesha. Do you know that song? I'm I'm surprised he didn't fuck that up, but or did he? <laughs> no, he got it right. It's just it's a projection alert going on here. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he wouldn't have recognized that song. It has you know no idea what it's about or what she's singing about. So yeah, it's just funny the way he describes this and the pauses that he takes because he's so unsure of what he's going to say. Do you think that's because he's just um, reticent to say anything overtly negative because of the blowback that he might get? Or is it because he wants to be trans as well and he can't do it and he's a little jealous of uh, Caitlyn who's getting all this attention that he'd love to have? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of everything because they're about the same age, I think. Caitlyn's in her late 60s and so is Wiggy. Mm -hmm. And there's no way he could do something like this. We all, you know, unless they had some lip syncing going on or something but right yeah it's not like he it's, it's just, not like he showed his ass cheeks at the mtv music awards <laughs> no it's just him being out of touch really honestly. yeah exactly okay we'll play a little more i've heard it before yeah i, haven't even I mean heard i it. couldn't uh sing it caitlin jenner is 71 years old like she's not relating to kesha yeah TikTok. I think she's trying to be young and hip. <laughs> this is from the guy that asked <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly if he could go with them to bong bar- beer pong parties <laughs> and beat pong, pe- yeah. watch, watch him beat people up. <laughs> Hang out with Post Malone. Exactly. Then, you know, she should be doing like a Beatles song or a Springsteen song. Maybe or an Pink Andy Floyd. Williams song. <laughs> uh, yeah, or... or- Okay, that's that clip. The next clip is number two. Anything transgender wig will watch. Direct quote. I used to watch uh, Caitlyn Jenner. They gave her a reality show when she first transitioned. And I was like, okay, I'll watch that. I watched it. It was They canceled it. It was horribly boring, but I don't know. You know me, anything transgender, I'll watch. Well, I did watch Caitlyn. <laughs> so true. <laughs> We'll let you guys sort that one out in your own heads. We had just recently a discussion. A new poster went on Facebook, our Facebook page, which, by the way, we'll plug. And um, and he, the, they said they, the one thing they can't go with us is that they don't think, you know, Wiggy's gay. And we're like, well, we say gay because it's easier than saying bi or whatever, trans or, you know, you know obviously he's not trans. But we also allow people to have that thought. We just think they're maybe a little deluded, but... Um, the, the consensus is 
you know, like it, all the well, uh, di- those uh, all these different opinions are welcome. We don't have a problem with that. We just don't go along with that one. Yeah. And I've also thought maybe possibly bi or yeah. just gay tendencies, you know, right. gay attributes that sort of pop out that he wishes for but mm-hmm. can't quite follow through on. So it comes out in all of his hobbies and the things mm-hmm. he likes to talk about and the shows he watches especially. Mm-hmm. So we'll just leave it open for now. We're not yep. making any definitive statements, but we're open to a lot of different ideas. And if you back it up with a great argument, okay, we'll we'll listen to it. So yes, might even That's, throw it just... on. Yeah, might even throw it on the show. We might. We eventually will have some kind of roundtable about the whole like people who we're going to have people who argue that he's not gay versus people who argue that he is or bi and then have a little round table. So that's, that'll be in the future guys. Number three clip is called marble guilt. I'm sure do you ever feel guilty. I mean, when, you made a lot of money in your life. Do you ever feel guilty charging people $2,500 for a birthday message? <laughs> I mean, I know the quality of the- who, who is this? He's calling fake Caitlyn Jenner. Exactly. You got yeah. it. Okay. And she's charging at that point 2500 for a message on Cameo or or Yes, that's uh, correct. 2500. Well, all anything um Kardashian related is a money maker as far as I know. Like the, for the, the for the most part they don't have a lot of failed businesses. Allegedly, until I yeah. see the books. Yeah. I will believe it when I see it. They're well known as welching on a lot of bills and uh really? charity stuff i mean it's it's all c dan related so yes i follow that pretty closely and a lot of the stuff if you dive into the articles that are linked there you can see that they propose to donate money to charities but they never follow through on it so it's wow it's pretty hard to track them down and with the whole kanye thing and then the yep. divorce and allegedly uh kylie is supposedly having a billion dollar business of makeup and stuff but like with covid there was also an article that her whole lip sales plumping business went down because everybody was wearing masks and nobody could see your lips so why plump your lips or Mm -hmm. buy lipstick or things that were going to show off your lips if you had to wear a mask so apparently the business is hurting and there's still uh kendall who's a model and they've got Mm -hmm. the whole half the mba in their pocket i don't know there's mm-hmm. a lot of bearding. There's a lot. There's a lot of craziness. I don't even. That, I, I would love to sit with Sam and talk about that whole family. But as far <laughs> as Caitlin goes, she's kind of like not connected to them anymore. She's off in her own world, and now she's running for governor, I believe. The, yeah, that was in the California, or it's a possibility that she might. Right. And later on, we'll get to the clips where uh, Wiggy trashes her, trashes uh, Matthew McConaughey. And uh, somebody else that was going to run for president. Oh, who was it? Uh, does, it oh, the, the, the Rock. Right now. The, the Rock, rock yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a big one. Yeah. Um, so, oh, that, I, now I just remembered what we were going to call this one. Okay. <laughs> so, like, wasn't it, can you sw- smell what the wig is cooking? Or, like, <laughs> 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 the people's faggle? I can't remember. Um, let's see if we got this one. Next one, number four, King Baby Strikes Again. Tried to do something. I'm like a baby. Like, I, I don't know how to do anything for myself, and I'm not proud of it, you know? I'm working with the psychiatrist on that. Yeah, I don't even mm. think... <laughs> really? Good luck. How's the, how's the, how's the job going so far? <laughs> this is like that, uh, the, uh, the, the way um, the uh, mafia would uh, 
break up the unions, break, sorry, break up the construction projects in New York City. Just, uh, you know, um, check all the, the lights on the trucks as they were coming in and check the, you know, the registration and everything. Um, just, just every time the psych, the, well, I guess we should say that kind of stuff for Bob D and maybe we will, but what's your take on that? Like when he says that it's lip service, obviously he doesn't care about changing. It's more of uh, an excuse to get away with stuff. Like I'm a work in progress and right. psychiatrist and I talk about this multiple times a week where <laughs> We're breaking ground. We're we're getting somewhere with it, but okay, it's all lip service again. So it's a ghost business that will never yacht. be built. <laughs> exactly. Um, thermos tutor needed number five. Add it For, to the list. Uh, Robin in the morning. I. Uh, what do you mean? Show it I... to me. Let me see it. This one. No, the one you were just using. That was a bottle of water. I was just pouring oh. a glass of water. <laughs> I have this thermos. Happening? It's too, the, the, the top is too narrow. Everything aggravates me. I have a, a, a thermos, but you see, the it's yeah. hard to get the water in there. Right. <laughs> so he oh, needs a pouring tutor, too. <laughs> An unscrewing tutor. <laughs> okay. Why do you do that idiot. to yourself? Well, Beth got me this, and then I and then I said to Beth, I don't think this thermos is any good. I think she's upset now because she takes. Didn't it as you a have a different one? Your other one I had did. a wider top. I know. I'm going to get the. Uh, I I got to get that other one. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Has he not heard of Yeti cups? Yeti. Y e t i. They've been around I, for like a decade, and they're I've, phenomenal I've, at keeping things hot or cold. I've Unbelievable. Not or if I do, I just never know. I knew the name. I might have seen them. Let me show me. You've got one? I've got one right here. Okay. I've got two. I've got okay. this one that I've got a hot cup of tea that I made two hours ago, and it's still almost scalding hot. As long mm -hmm. as you keep it closed, yes. it's, it's almost got like a uh, vacuum in the outside of it. So it's metal, yeah. but it, it does such an amazing job. Yeah, and it's insulated. Wiggy, if you're listening, get yourself some and have beef. I mean... Christ, you can boil a cup of water in like two minutes, pour it in, and it's good for two hours. So you only have to do it like once or twice a show. Mm -hmm. I just don't get it. it. There's so many easy options. The cup costs like $30, mm -hmm. but I use it every day. I've had it for three years now. Mm -hmm. I take it to work. I put my coffee or my tea in it. It's great. If I want something cold, if I'm going out <laughs> and it's hot, I, I just don't get it. I, my such a 79 <laughs> 79. My wife's got my wife's got one similar because the brand name did, didn't mean anything, but we've got a bunch of them. But she calls them her sippy cups, and uh, because you know they the spout, you know, it just looks like you know. <laughs> don't, right. Your, here's your orange juice, uh, Tammy. Don't smell it. Um, so he's got 43 seconds left, and what I'm thinking of is also okay. A thermos. Don't we all? I, I don't know. Certain generations, maybe not. His generation might not have had lunch boxes the way we did, but thermoses were so basic they came with mm -hmm. a lunchbox back and they, they the thermos at least in canada made lunch boxes do you think he had somebody at school open his form at this point i don't anything's possible <laughs> oh god she had to order me a new one and because i can't do anything for myself i realize i'm like a spoiled celebrity god. i thought uh -huh. i was like one of the people but i'm not no, you're like the queen. <laughs> I'm like the queen. I'm like, you know, I was reading about this Prince Philip. Dude. <laughs> She's got so that right. right. 
Yeah, exactly. Woo-hoo. Number six, there's, there's a lot of scholastic endeavors here today, guys. Uh, t- tissues tutor also needed. Oh, I have so much to tell you. The reason I say I'm so spoiled, it's just like every, like, even today I have a box of tissues in here. Uh-huh. Like, you know how sometimes the tissues are not sticking out of the box and it's difficult? Yeah. Like, I realized I stuck my hand over to grab a tissue and I was having difficulty getting the tissue out and I wanted to yell at someone. <laughs> 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 Beth, Beth, come in ben, here. I need tissues. I, you know what? This is the seeds for like a very successful, um, like sitcom on the WB or something like. Uh, just call it useless. And uh, it's just how people on the <laughs> sitcom deal with a king baby. And uh, you know, you have a, you can have a rotating cast of tutors come in. And the entire Assistance, like at the tutors, yeah yep. exactly. And at the end of the first season, he's tested on everything and just in it just, just film him fucking everything up because he still needs someone to help him with all these things. <laughs> Huge meltdown, <laughs> throwing thermoses, tissue yes. boxes, destroy the set, and you make you break the third wall. You start throwing things at the audience. Yeah, go ahead. He had a huge one of the uh, themes with his psychiatrist was being able to do more for himself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he. He had to learn about YouTube subscriptions, how yes. to subscribe to YouTube without commercials by himself. Now it's tissues and thermoses. It's just, it's everything. Ants, the ant yes. infestation that ant we recently station. talked about. How mm-hmm. to like get by and de- the laundry machine instead mm-hmm. of a washing machine. So many, making coffee. There's, a, there's a, at least 50 examples of things he can't do. That mm-hmm. regular, a- ATM machines, Robin pointed out, you don't even have an ATM card. You don't know your PIN. You couldn't do something simple like that. So here's a question for you. How is he able to operate, you know, all this tech stuff, like uh, operate a board and operate, you know, things for the show related, but he can't do anything else? Okay, he went to school for it, but technology changes over time. You'd think he'd be like one of those guys going, what's this fucking VCR machine? I I don't know. I don't know how to press play. What the fuck? The only thing I can guess is that one of the staff walks him through the whole setup every morning. And they have a checklist and they walk okay. them through it or they send him a list of things to check off that this is set at this setting and that and such and such. And they still have issues. So yeah. obviously whoever's doing it, him or the staff with him, mm-hmm. isn't, is missing things, isn't getting it right because right. there's still issues with sound and microphones. And Robin forgets to turn her microphone on. So he's trying to talk to her, and he can't even get through to her. So I'm, to- I'm telling you right now, with everything he claims he can't do, first of all, it's just bullshit banter he thinks is entertaining for people when he says, I can't do this. The other thing is when certain things don't work in the house, it's because it's his way of getting someone else to do it for him anyway because he's just too lazy. It's not he doesn't know how. It's, it might be he doesn't know how in some cases, but most of the time, it's, it, the rest of the time, or 99, 79% of the time, he just too lazy to do it. And that, that's the best way. Like, I, I make a bed shitty so Beth will make the bed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Make I, beds. <laughs> period. Exactly. Plural. Well, exactly. <laughs> um, number eight. Uh, oh, sorry. No, opening tissue time with Howard Stern, number seven. Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you know when we worked at Sirius before the pandemic, I never had to even open a box of tissues no, or, somebody opened your tissues for you and made sure they were available. I never had to leave my chair. And that's the weird thing. Like, I wouldn't get up and do anything for myself, but then I'd go running for six miles. It's, you know what I mean? It's so stupid. Oh, Christ almighty. So a shusher, a tissue opener. 
I wonder. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that. I wonder if that's a re- that's a requisition on the budget. Like, I need tissue a tissue opener. Um, number eight. Blame it on the Ray and Ben. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I blame my parents. What did they because do? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the, something. And, you know, like Manhattan is the easiest place to live in terms of finding things because it's on a grid system. It's literally. Yes, it is on a grid system. I think Bob D noted this in one of the last episodes he did. You know, how, how do you not get around in a grid system city? Okay. Huh. Exactly. Number, number nine is called Facebook fraud. Yesterday I had a fucking fit. I was like, I don't go on Facebook a lot, but I have Facebook. And I was Joy- like, you know, let me go see how. Hey, join our group, Wig. We'd love to have you. We just got Spencer Coburn. <laughs> and we, we might, <laughs> we might just be uh, have a few topics of note for you. Badly, my high school friends are aging. <laughs> you know, people I knew from the past. Wig and fraud. Friends with random people on Facebook from different eras in my life, like, uh, uh-huh. like girls I knew from summer camp, mostly. Um, how fucking pathetic that you have such, it's just like Robin's book, how she doesn't really talk about friends she makes during the course of the book. It's just her and some, like this cast of characters, like the, I don't know, what was the, um, like Forrest Gump, like th- people just kind of weave in and out of her life, but they don't, she doesn't actually make any connections with exception of a few, but then they don't get any prominence. And it's the same with him. You never hear about Dr. Lou anymore. And when we nope. did <laughs> that one breakdown, he says, I haven't <laughs> talked to him in 20 years, but you know, what the fuck we're friends. Um, and this kind of, uh, you know, that's the Facebook, the way it used to go. A lot of people, when, when it was first a novelty, people would just attach themselves to like a friend, people from the past, not realizing, look, uh, this person isn't my life anymore. Because obviously we lost touch. There's a reason for that. And Facebook isn't going to make you any closer. And then you just start unfriending people. At least I did anyway. And it wasn't I had a problem with these people I grew up with. It was just there's no frame of reference. We stopped having any kind of relationship. And we were, you know, we found out, I found out anyway, that it didn't help. um, It didn't bring back any kind of relationship from the past. So for him to do it, who's even that much less of a fucking friend, I, I'm surprised he has anybody on his Facebook. What's your take on this? It's one-sided. He's just being a casual observer on these women or people that he went to school with in yeah. hopes that they look worse than him. It's a very yes. superficial thing he's doing. He mm-hmm. wants to see their status in life, what they've made of themselves as far as married. jobs or cars or houses, children, yeah. family, if they yeah. look happy, if, they, if they're divorced how many times. Yeah. And it's not like he's making contact with these people. No. It's just him observing them. So mm-hmm. the fact that they would even add him as a friend and let them into their lives. Now, maybe he's just, you know, um, lurking and yeah. they're not, they're public. So they don't know that he's even lurking on them, which could be a whole thing. But if they're private, then they have to accept a request from him to be mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. So. I'm thinking it's just him looking to feel good about himself. And then probably one of the themes we've had is death. So maybe yeah. some of these people are starting to pass away and he's starting sure. to realize even more oh, yeah. how many people are sick, how many people are dying and how bad their lives have become. So mm-hmm. I don't, 
I'm not sure what actually fulfills his MPD supply mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. But I think it's probably all a little bit of all of the above and just knowing that <clears throat> he still did better than everybody around him. But mm-hmm. when you sell your soul and you line up with a buck wall and you just get one over like a carnival barker on all these mm. people, like a, a oil sale, a wig oil salesman, mm-hmm. then yeah. Okay. You're doing better than them, but only monetarily. Yes. You don't, you know, it probably pisses them off if these people have grandkids and they're hugging them and smiling and, you know, in a, in, in front of like a decent house looking all happy pick, and yeah. on vacation somewhere that he's never going to go. Sure. He's got a passport that looks like, you know, it was the, you know, the lost Ark of the covenant with all the cobwebs on it. <laughs> and, um, but the, but the thing is also it's, it's voyeurism more than anything. It's like yes, a peeping, a a, like a peeping Tom or Thomasina, if he'd prefer, um, on Facebook, which is, I mean, what was that, what was that one line I already used? <laughs> he said, uh, um, <clears throat> I went on Facebook, I saw, I, I heard about Facebook and, uh, and I thought about all those hot chicks I, you know, I dated back in the day and I'm, now I'm thinking, Ooh, they're my age, <laughs> 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 which is, you know, it's unfortunate. It's a guy, it's a guy's world, I guess. Um, but either way, sure uh, he's not going to get it from like sheer numbers. Like, you know, the way a guy would, uh, maybe start a page and get, you know, whatever, how many followers and brag about, Oh, I got, you know, 1 million Twitter followers. or I have this many Facebook followers. Facebook doesn't really work that way because it doesn't, there's uh, first of all, fan pages. I think they can only have a certain amount as far as I know, unless they're dedicated. I don't know. There's a certain limit, but Twitter, there is no limit as, as to the best of my knowledge, but either way, he's never going to make himself that accessible to anybody on Facebook. There's just no way. Mm-mm. Yeah. And he said that he said that his account isn't open for other people to look at. It's just for him, like a one way thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Let's continue with that same clip. Guys I knew from summer camp. I like to look at them. I like to see how badly they're aging. Cause <laughs> I, I think I'm aging horribly, but then I look at these guys and I go, fuck, I'm a fucking gorgeous. <laughs> like I have a look a little bit. Some you guys tell yourself that. Just go. They, I mean, they, I'm gonna insert. That's the perfect place for me to insert him at that dinner with the the, the three camp buddies, and they're all looking yes. like they're lo- they're looking their age, and he looks like Jesus Christ. If you know, remember those those fake chickens, those plastic ones that would you would make noises yes. with them, and like, <laughs> and you just stuck a wig on it. So there's a Photoshop for you. Those those phony those dummy plastic rubber kittens back in the day, Matthew Schultz or <laughs> Gary Puppet or whoever wants to take a stab at it. Cause I, am not sure I have the requisite skills for it, but, uh, let's just c- play this one out. There is no look. They're not even trying anymore. Oh, they're not even there. It's like, fuck it. They're eating whatever they want. And probably happy, probably happy with it. Right. Yeah. He's so jealous. Uh-huh. So jealous. So this one, I think, I, 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 did you write this one? Wiggy's number 10, Wiggy's Aston Martin has a rejection seat. No, that's you. <laughs> okay. You goof. Look, I'll look at those type of people. I'll look at women that, that have rejected me in the past to see what they look like and to laugh. I'm like, they should have fucked me when they had the chance. And <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. Now look at me. <laughs> you know, I sit there and I go, you know, I'm famous. And they looked at me like I'd never be famous, like I was just a piece of garbage. So I like to do that. I like to torture myself with that. And then, yeah, they they really want to fuck a seven foot Rhea Perlman. I don't think so. <laughs> Not gonna happen. <laughs> Nobody wants that. You fucking gargoyle. 
Get the no. fuck out of here. Didn't you? Didn't you? I don't know. I think it was in the latest. I think it was the latest intro, and it's a clip that he betray. He steps in his own shit so badly. He goes, uh, you know, it was the clip dates back to two thousand two or so in the latest intro or one of the latest intros I made, where he says, "You see, I, 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 I don't, I wouldn't, I can't go with a Nikki Hilton or a you know Paris Hilton or a Nick. What's the other one? Who was her friend that she used to hang around? Nicole Richie." Nicole Richie, yeah. Yeah. She, it was around that time when they were still, you know, having that show of theirs. And he said, but see, those girls don't go for me because they don't need my money. <laughs> mm. <laughs> What's that telling so you about your, your beard? Jesus Christ. You, you know how, you know how fucking down on myself I would be if I ever had to verbalize that? Like to say. Well, he used to, it, it's awful. He used to go after like Carmen Electra. Right. Or uh, Pamela, Pamela Anderson. Right. People that were hot back in the day, but you know, they really didn't have a lot of money that their no. money was getting chewed up in whatever extravaganza vacations right. or they're, jets they're still, they were going They're on. still working. They're still needing to work. Absolutely. They need in the to business. keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's keep going. The um, number 11, I believe, Facebook rejects Wigtardo. And this, <laughs> this is, <laughs> I love this clip. Either friending me. It's just for like my kids and, you know, and people I wanted to have sex with. <laughs> and so I, go, I log on and it goes, you are no longer, your, ca- your account has been suspended. You are impersonating a celebrity. These days, he he basically is impersonating a celebrity because <laughs> yeah. he, for the follow he, the amount of following he has left. Um, but that's funny. How if you how would you feel if you're a part of that group? You're on my Facebook page. Page. You're either my daughters or people I wanted to have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> that's the criteria. <laughs> Unfriend quickly. Okay. Well, the daughters have no choice if they want a paycheck if they want their trust funds they got to yeah. stick with it no matter no matter what mm-hmm. um so, okay so <laughs> we're getting to the bottom of this shit and then i'm like why that i'm impersonating happen? a celebrity who am i impersonating <laughs> and then i realize i'm impersonating howard stern i guess <laughs> fran <What> leewitz you- <laughs> <laughs> geez lily tomlin <laughs> Uh, don't say that about them exactly number 12 pelican starvation you know oh the blood uh i'm good blood cell count yeah everything was normal all right yeah anyway so i was happy about that but anyway to get a nutritionist because he doesn't know how to eat i got a i got a nutritionist you should see i mean (laughs) you heard the derision in robin's voice clear like a knife through butter Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I'm pretty energetic, a little bit peppy from all the stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I used to stand up and get dizzy and um, like almost. Uh. And the nutritionist told me I was starving myself. So uh, now with my new nutritious meals, I put on everything and hemp, hearts. You could smoke his meals. Um, like I'm gonna okay now I gotta insert this hold on let me get this down thirty I have to insert that fucking jogging photo of him with this with that um that funky hat well there's a couple of them but the the one that I, the his legs look like they're atrophied they look like um when you wrap wet paper ma- when you wrap paper mache around something and let it dry mm-hmm. and uh, you know legs. 
chicken legs, absolutely. But yeah, chicken neck legs, <laughs> I guess is the real takeaway. And you you don't even know that you every step looks like he's gonna crack something off his leg. Every every oh. you know, you know, Fragile, every still brittle. Yes, yes, exactly. So okay, there's a little more of that clip. I'll just play that out. And flaxseed. Okay, that was the end of that. I thought there was a little more. Um, okay, the next clip is P- Facebook Punk's wig turtle. Try had of myself because I banned all pictures of myself in the house <laughs> and on my computer, so I don't have to look at myself because I can't stand it. So said, okay, I said fuck it. What could they do with this picture of me with my cat? If it is a scam and they're trying to rip me off or something, I send them the picture. Then they write back, okay. Now you did the code. Now you sent us a picture. Now we want a driver's license. <laughs> Good luck getting that. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Next. No, I, I, I bet. You, he, do you think he's let it lapse? I mean, because all you have to do with, um, I know you don't have to keep taking tests. You just have to go pay your whatever fee. And then it's good for at least in Ontario, it's five years. I have to go. Sometimes mine expires while I'm still over here. And then I got to go through some rigmarole. Yep. Well, before COVID, we'd have to go get a new picture taken at least every four years. With yes. COVID, they used the same picture just to uh, re-up or, mm-hmm. yeah, re-up the license and give mm-hmm. you another four years here mm-hmm. in the U.S. But mm-hmm. before the pandemic, he would have had to have gone to the Department of Transportation every four years. Now, I don't see that happening. <clears throat> but again, that's sort of how you get your voter registration is through your driver's license, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such an important so, piece of ID. Again, I don't even know if he really votes. I don't see him going to a polling station out in the streets of Manhattan, right. which would have been where he used to go. Maybe now in Long Island he would because Jimmy Fallon and Alec Baldwin will be there in line with him. But mm-hmm. really, do you think famous people go out and vote like us normal folks? I'm not sure on that. Well, crying out loud, I mean, it's... um. Uh, I mean, some of them make a big deal of it. You know, like the Susan Sarandons, they would actually make it a point to go, look at me voting, you know, uh, just to get that whole, you know, encourage votership. Sometimes it turns people away when they see celebs do anything. They'd rather do the opposite, you know. Um, yeah. So it, photo it depends. Op. Yeah, it's like, yeah. But but for them, it's not promotion about themselves. It's, it's actually them trying to be proactive and inspire higher to voter turnout and stuff. But either way, I digress. So... Facebook and Facebook has been more, um, what's the word militant, I suppose about mercenary, about getting people weeding out fake accounts. Like, you know, perhaps a few t- people who might talk like this. Oh my goodness. But, um, <laughs> you know, and, and as a result, but I mean, it's, it, they're creating a situation where people are just going to make more fake accounts because, because of how they're, you know, treating the censorship on Facebook, but e- either way. So he's getting pissed because, and we addressed this on the one episode, the NPD, because um, <laughs> the picture he put in the end was hysterical. Or your oh pants. Oh, geez. And we have the right to keep it up until the year. Uh, and then we'll return. And I go, this is, this is, they must. Uh, I don't. Okay. So the next clip uh. is called Nomas Facebook. And I wrote down, adios culero. <laughs> they go, yeah. ID. Official ID, driver's license. I go, what? what is the point of being a celebrity if I got to deal with all this bullshit? If you've got to prove it. I love <laughs> it. And I finally said to Beth, I only go on Facebook to see how badly people age. 
<laughs> I don't need it that and to talk to Ted Utz, who I didn't talk to for forty years. You <laughs> <laughs> went to, to a Led Zeppelin concert, but you haven't talked to him forty years. That's a friend. Go ahead. I guarantee that his assistant Laura or his agent or one of the agents in the Buckwald office got a hold of Facebook and was like, enough of this shit. This is Howard. This is our, you know, you go through us. You don't go through him. They were probably yeah. embarrassed that he even did this shit. If oh, it's yeah. real, I it, gotta yeah, if... premise everything with that. It could just be a story for, mm-hmm. for the air. Next clip, guys, number 16 is called, oh, sorry, 15 rather. Wiggy has an IT tutor. You need pictures? a picture. It's bullshit. I'm like, dudes, take the account. So I'm not, I'm giving up my account. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't know who you were talking about. I don't think that was Facebook. Well, I had my IT team take, you know, I got a team, I, you know, because none of my shit works. And because uh, I don't know how to get on Facebook. The team said they think it's legit. Robin's going to give him advice. The same person who got scammed by a Nigerian prince and for, and then forwarded Thank money. Thank you. <laughs> or Bowie, asshole or Bowie who uh lost money on eBay because he went outside of the guy emailed him personally and said I don't use eBay for financial you know for transactions. Uh number 16, I know somebody who blank Prince Philip or any like family members of mine who people hated their wives <laughs> hated them, everyone hated them. Soon as it did, about about a month later, like, oh my God, the love of my life. I know somebody who's, you know, spouse. This guy could not stand his wife. Fucking hated her. <laughs> He's probably talking about himself. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody. Just I more mean, that... woman hate. Well, isn't it traditionally, let's be honest, Raven, isn't it like usually when he's talking about himself, that's the cover up? I know a guy who, or like it's somebody, or, it's yeah. somebody directly, like it's Ralph or him. Because we know he only knows like 10 people in his life. Correct. He's always using stories, but it starts off with, I know somebody who fill right. in the blank. <laughs> and it's just the, the pauses that he has are telling and the stutters. And, you know, it, he's talking about Prince Philip dying. And I don't think I pulled everything. I don't think I even pulled stuff about it, but it was basically Prince Philip was a racist. And his family he was support, you know, well, okay, yeah, true, yeah, yeah, but in this case, he turned it into I know somebody who hated his wife, and I just yeah. the connections he makes are so odd, yeah, sometimes it's hard to follow the seventy nine i q but right, yeah, that's that's our wiggy, well, the um. <laughs> The way he explains these, I know someone who is, makes me think of uh, the Bender character in The Breakfast Club going, well, in addition to the number of women in the Niagara Falls area that, you know, presently you and Brian yes. are riding the hobby horse. <laughs> <laughs> so he's always got this mysterious friend and this army of friends that he has, but doesn't seem to know anybody or know how to do anything. So just uh, astounding wiggy math, wiggy friendship math. Now, when you run into him, he's like. I lost the love of my life. I, uh, you know, the guy was cheating on his wife. I mean, don't ask. <laughs> but now he's like, he's well, brokenhearted. The other thing that. Don't ask. You're, you're, you're the one telling us shithead. Uh, mm-hmm. This non story. Now this, this is real uh, short guys, I believe, because we made it. Um, Raven, Raven did, but we both agreed we were going to try to keep the disgusting Ronnie sex shit to a minimum, but we're just including it for 
this the you know for the sake of posterity i guess this one's called nascar pegging tutorial it's only it's a real short clip ask scott to hypnotize ronnie so that when i say the word nascar <laughs> ronnie is gonna ronnie is gonna feel like he's getting pegged in the ass all right all right <laughs> hey ron how you feeling you i heard you were pretty relaxed from the hypnotism okay so that's the first part of it and then yep, we're going to go to the continuant. Ronnie blows pre-scripted NASCAR bit. That's N-A-Z-Z or Z-Z uh, uh, dash, sorry, da hyphen C-A-R, <laughs> NASCAR. And never mind that for a second. I, I'm just curious. Did you watch NASCAR this weekend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course I did. Uh, NASCAR? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? What's the matter? <laughs> I don't know. Something. What's wrong? Weird. Tell me what's know. going on. Let's go. I just asked about NASCAR, and you're acting all weird, dude. <laughs> what's wrong? What the fuck are you doing, man? What do you mean? What am I doing? I didn't do anything. <laughs> so your contention was that Ronnie got his. He was his marbles were confused for this particular thing. Like it was a bit. Obviously, it's a bit because it sounds so stupid and lame and clearly unfunny. But he fucked it up. Yeah, exactly. When he first, when Wiggy first says NASCAR, <laughs> Ronnie doesn't react. He has to say it again and stress it even more like NASCAR. Yeah. So it, it becomes like, oh, then Ronnie's like, what are you doing to me? Because it's right. part of the bit. But right. Ronnie messed it up. So yeah. if you guys want to rewind, go back and you can hear the beginning of it where he didn't, he didn't really react at all. And then it took right. a second time of asking until he caught yeah. on. Right. It was the, say, the equivalent of saying, remember, shithead, the scripted, unfunny bit we're doing, NASCAR. Does this ring a bell? NASCAR. Your ass is feeling tickly, you know, ticklish. I just asked you about NASCAR. No, I'm getting like things in my, my ass hurts. <laughs> your ass hurts? What are you talking about? How could I? I'm not, I'm in, on Zoom. He's not even there, Ronnie. Yeah. yeah. I know he's not here, Robin. So what did do you, you think? Watch? What, are you, what is he doing? What did you watch? I don't know. If okay, here's a serious question. If you were a new fan, and like this is a, almost impossible to answer, but if you were a new fan, untainted by our podcast, any other podcast, and you were just tuning in for the first time, would you actually mm -hmm. laugh at this? Hell no. I would just be rolling my eyes. Like, what am I listening to? What have I just gotten right. into? How, what? In what world does somebody imagine something in your ass through hypnotism? <laughs> it, it just, it doesn't, like, what is the end game in this? Is it just make fun of Ronnie time or is it gay time? Uh, I mean, are we titillating people with this? Because I don't know that many people that are titillated by shit up their fucking ass. Sorry, I don't mean to be so crass, but it, we're listen to what we're talking about, fucking pegging. So I'm gonna drop it down a level for everybody. <laughs> Sorry if we get a little, just, we get, if we get a little street. It's just I don't get it. Like, okay, things up your ass is a thing. I get it, but it's just right. What percent of the population do you think really gets off on things up their ass? And I'm being real. Well, like, okay, if we're talking even even within the ten percent at the most. 
well, even within the gay community, there are gay couples that don't do anything with the ass, believe it or not. They've, they're just, for whatever reason, a hygienic, or they're like, well, we do everything else, but we just don't do penetration. And I'm like, okay, I, it seems to fly in the face of everything else I've heard or think about, you know, um, gay culture, but why not? What, there are people that don't have sex with anybody, you know, so it makes, it, it may, it's plausible. Yep. Musculature. I'm sorry, that's a terrible George Decay. Hi. But even he has admitted, like, him and Brad only, like, blow each other. They don't even, yeah. like, get into the penetration thing. So right. that's just an example. But, yeah, right. you're right. Like, a lot of gay people, gay men, just get into playing around with each other, but not necessarily up the ass. So right, right. I don't and know you... why, why this is such a thing. Yeah. I don't get but, it. But also, let's forget that even for a second. Why, why isn't it, why is, why isn't he talking about the women that like stuff up their ass? Why is it always gay? Because it doesn't have to be anal and gay. It could be anal, straight anal, but it never is. So whose mandate is this? Clearly it's the boss. Even back in the day when he had the porn stars in, he'd be like, yeah. are you a three input woman? Yeah. So he was always from a long, like 25 years ago. Fascinated with mm -hmm. women and what they would do yes. sexually, especially mm -hmm. in the ass. And yes. that was like a big thing. And if he ever got one to admit it, then it was like 30 more minutes of questions right. of what their experiences were, how, they, how it made them feel. It was basically like a how-to for him, <laughs> question and answer <laughs> of... Okay, so this is what I need to try. This is it. How much lube yeah. do you have? Uh, right. How many fingers? Uh, wh what do you do with the fingers once they're inside? How do you yeah. position them? What's the motion? Right. Like, yeah. oh my lord, why did we not see this a long time ago? But not only that, if you add to the growing list of friends, which seems to grow every, it looks like a, a it looks like the fucking waiting li waiting line at a at a you know a <laughs> an Indian Indian wedding buffet on the second day of three days, but. The lineup of guys, people that he says, I have a friend who, and the story went, I've got a friend who, you know, every time he starts dating a woman, he, like, he, he must have sex with her in the ass. Like, that's the first thing before anything else. And I'm thinking, well, that friend again is you. If at one point you, you, you know, were with women and, and you, I don't know, maybe if you were in the slammer, <laughs> anal would be your first thought every time <laughs> and you got out, <laughs> you'd be like, yeah, I guess the, the, the pussy just doesn't do it for me. So, you know, give me an ass, any ass, you know, Hector, come over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're in territory that is unknown to me right now, so I yeah. just can't help you out. Sorry. Yeah. Can't do nothing for you, man. Like public enemy says, number 19, are you getting hard? <laughs> are you getting hard, Ronnie? Ron, are you getting hard? No, no, no. What do you, no, what's I, going Even Ronnie's laugh is clearly fake. It's just so, like, crowbarred in. This is worse right? than Ro Robin's fake laugh. Fuck, Robin sounds like a legitimate laugh track from the, the, the I Love Lucy show. Funny, you know, not a laugh track, but, you know, like a live audience. But um, it's... Oh, God, this is hot. This is awful. <laughs> That's ahead. why there's only three clips. And this was an hour and a half segment. Yeah, I was hour say. and a half. Right. And then you have 30 minutes the next day of a rehash and victory lap of going over 
fake emails and fake calls from people saying how great it was and they want to hear more about Ronnie and doing stuff to him with Scott Schmierin. So, right. Yeah, I tried to save everybody that and cut it down to about two minutes of clips from the actual air, maybe three. So maybe a percent, like a single percent of the actual content. Right. I just, I couldn't go any deeper. Sorry, bad (laughs) metaphor. (laughs) Did you have to like boil your ears afterwards? (laughs) I was, I was before though. (laughs) Really? Describe, can you describe what's going on right now? Cause I have no clue what's going on. I don't know. It feels like something's going up my ass. I don't know, (laughs) man. Fucking crazy! Are you gonna? Are you getting sexually aroused from it? Because I know you like things in your ass. Ah, uh, it's it, it's weird. It's it's just weird because nobody's doing anything. NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ Almighty! Okay, well, we're we're getting through it, guys. We're plow. We're like Ronnie. We're plowing through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happens? I mean. Say it- Really fast. Well, you know, you know, Ronnie, everything with you is NASCAR, NASCAR, oh, NASCAR, on, NASCAR, man. NASCAR, everything with you. I got to get. Where are you going? Hey, come here. Keep going, Ronnie. What's going on? It's sick. Okay, I've, I know the concept of vibrating panties. Like, you know, somebody's got a remote control on their phone and they, they set it off when you're in a store and shit. But this is like taking a, a a real thing and turning it into a fake piece of shit that like just no one cares about Zero, like Jennifer Ritz we feel your pain <laughs> even on like the super fan uh facebook fan page mm-hmm. the stern fan mm-hmm. fan page they weren't buying this they were not entertained by it and they're like the closest thing he has to real fans yeah maybe 50% of them cuz 50% of them hate him now yeah but if you just take that small segment even those guys, nobody really was like, I'm totally entertained. This is the best thing. I'm buying it. Yeah. This was great. Nothing. Nada. And then even Robin's cackling isn't that believable in this. Other stuff no. she does is more believable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But going through this, it was so painful. And I'm so immune to this lame d- degeneracy Yeah. that I just kind of roll my eyes and I'm like watching my the clock and i'm like okay so we're coming up on an hour 20 we're almost done but it's almost an over under in the morning thread of how long do you think this is going to go on for (laughs) and that's the most enjoyment i get is winning a bet on that that (laughs) equals nothing you have to make a game out of it you have to yeah you have to make a game out of it otherwise you go nuts but my question to you is this when it's happening do you actually at this point tune out like do you have a hard time concentrating because you know it's um, you know, cause you know, it's going to be an interminable wait for it's fucking done. Honestly, I'm just looking for sound clips that might be good to pull that seem mm-hmm. really atrocious or really odd, like yeah. off the charts weird that yes. just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, did I just hear that? Right. So that's what I'm listening for. Otherwise I'm just looking at other people's comments and yeah. kind of replying and having off con- conversations off on the side. While it's all going on, because there's really nothing happening. Yeah. And it's just, it's waiting for the pain to be over. It's like you're getting a tooth pulled or a cavity filled and you're just going through it and you're like gritting your teeth until it's over. Yeah. That's it. Well, it's funny. It's his fascination with SNL dovetails into also that there's a, sorry, there's a parallel that 
SNL would never know when to give up doing a character because they wanted to go to the well so many fucking times with the cheerleader sketches, cone heads, uh, the bees and all this shit, you know, bees and whatever. But, you know, over years, they would just kind of reuse stuff until it was well dead and buried and long past its shelf life. He's no different. He, when he want, when he, when he decides he's going to go into a bid now, it's worse than ever. It's only getting worse. There's like, oh, a, a, mm-hmm. an hour isn't enough. Let's make this 90 minutes. Let's make this two hours. And no one's worse at not knowing when an idea doesn't, A, doesn't work and B has gone way too fucking long than him. Like he's got no sense of comedy timing. He never did, um, arguably. And I mean, the idea that he went to the MTV awards in 92 and flashed his fucking butt cheeks in a over elaborate costume for a movie that never fucking got made, never will get made, won't even be made into an animation ever. Um, and then like not even a decade later does the same joke at the concert for New York to no reaction. Like everybody just thinking, what is this shit? Like, this is what you, so many years later, this is what you, this is the only thing, you know, dress and drag, show your ass. Yeah. So there's the comedy stylings. (laughs) Thank you, Carlin. (laughs) (laughs) He's one of those people that just does whatever makes him happy. I guess. Without any regard to feedback, but he's not getting feedback. Real no, feedback. not anymore. Every it's it's the um, the uh, emperor's new clothes. Emperor's new clothes. Thank you. Sorry, and so everybody's telling him how great he is, no matter what is going on, and mm-hmm. so he's just going to plow through again. Sorry, he's just going to do whatever he wants and drag yeah. it out as long as he can because it's free content, and all he has to do is ask creepy questions mm-hmm. and let everybody else carry the weight in the bit. And there's been a few times where he's had to cut bit short when, like, King of All Blacks couldn't keep up his end of the bargain right. or gay shit, mm-hmm. specifically. I think it might have been during this. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even clip it because it was so terrible yeah. that King of All Blacks was like, I just can't. I just, right. I, I, he, like, stuttered and, and paused and he was just like, no. And... <laughs> That was like the end of it. And Wiggy just went off and kind of ended it, wrapped it up, summarized it for five minutes and maybe took a fake call or two. Then went off into a lame-ass guardian slop read. (laughs) Okay, let's kill this clip and get into the um, 13th. All right. (laughs) I can't sit. You can't sit? What's the matter with you? So you don't want to talk about NASCAR? Is that it? Oh my God! What are you doing? <laughs> don't. You- oh God! Christ Almighty, guys! I understand, uh, and, I'll, and I'll be I'll be forthcoming. In our episodes, like we have certain episodes that get way more, pardon the expression, traction than other ones. The breakdowns often it's funny on Podbean. They're all about this. Like they're all they all do well on the uh, on the app. But we know we get lesser numbers for the breakdowns because, and we know it's not because we're doing a shitty job. And if that seems egotistical, I'm sorry. I know when we know when we've had shitty episodes, we put the, we kept them in the fucking can and we never let them see the light of day. Not many, like only like one or two. And, um, in this case, it's the material we're working with is so horrendously awful. And we've tried to cut down on the gay stuff and the, like the over, overextended, like examples like this, what Raven just told you, because it's unlistenable. I don't understand, Raven. I really don't understand who the fuck is entertained by this. Really. Is it just hearing a familiar voice and they're not even listening to the content? 
it's all to, to please Wiggy. It's just no. for him. No, I mean the fans, the so-called fans that still listen. Can you even get in their mind and understand why they would not cancel immediately? I think their standards are so low <laughs> on what they expect from this right. that they'll take anything they can get. I don't know what they have going on in their lives. And I don't frankly want to put down people sure. who are honest, you know, earning people that just are spending their money on this and thinking it's good or that this is how he's evolved and that this is entertaining. Right. That there, there are people that say that and I just can't, I can't get in their head. I don't know. I feel bad for them, but yeah. like we say, it's the, it's the red pill, blue pill mm-hmm. of the matrix movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all of us have taken the red pill and there's still some holdouts that haven't taken it yet. Just so amazing. they're living in yeah. blue pill land. Yeah. I mean, I, I, anyway, I, I don't want to drag it out, but I, under, I, I would understand if there was a certain aspect of the sh- show that was still good. Like if they could, you know, they just tune in for that and that would be it. Okay, fine. I still listen. But then, but there's no, almost no redeeming qualities. Even the interviews are interminable. They're just bad. I mean, you're, we're going to give you examples as we go, guys. And um, I just, I, it, it boggles my mind that in, in 2021, he has a fan. Not multiple fans still left, but any fans left. So I would love to see those numbers. I would still love to see the subscription numbers that they have said we listened to them. Um, 13th, April 13th, and I, and I don't know. Okay, Stamos Shame. Yeah, so we haven't gone through the Stamos interview. We may not actually because if we do, it may only appear on the app because I have a feeling. It, do you think it was pre-recorded? If Stamos lives in L.A., it's almost certainly would have been pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Right, and it was postponed because it was supposed to be this day on the 13th, but mm-hmm. Stamos asked to postpone it to the next day, the 14th, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, the first six clips we hear right now are going to be him talking about Stamos and Schadenfreude yep. and yep. Uh, why, you know, he must have had something better going on to do to promote his uh, new show. Well, here's so, also the question. Uh, here's, yeah. sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Do you think it was Stamos having already recorded it with him and saying, look, I want you to stagger this. Can you hold this off until after my t- tonight, today's show appearance, that kind of thing? No, I'm pretty sure that he couldn't record or he yeah. didn't want to record because Wiggy wanted maybe to do it in the morning live. Okay. And so they had to do it Tuesday afternoon to get it available for Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It just... It seems odd. I'd be surprised if the clips make it onto YouTube. And yeah. like we have quite a few from this day. So I doubt that we'll get to it in this recording. Mm-hmm. So the next one might, yeah, be like a direct to podcast thing. Yeah. So if that happens, there, guys, you've been warned. There's a, <laughs> and there's a lot of clips from that that he got into with Stamos about hair totally. mm-hmm. and uh, musician like being a musician and different people he's worked with. It's, so, it was a, it was great for um, mining those things. Absolutely. Like you did a great job on getting those clips because, uh, typically a Stamos interview is not that, not that great. But for this one, because Stamos talked, uh, it was interesting talking about his, uh, the, his dad's letter that he sent him and, and, uh, mm-hmm. clearly showing that he's a human, he's a human being. And uh, I've always liked Stamos. I've never had a problem with him. I just can't understand why he hangs around with such dirtbags, I suppose. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, like Ralph? Yeah. 
you know, Ralph it. stayed at his house for three weeks. So that's right. a little teaser there for when we get yep. to the Stamos thing. And oh. they had a new baby. And, you know, there's there's theories about Stamos. I'll save it for when we get oh, to yeah. that day. Yes, that'll be a great, uh, like a, uh, a real um, 100% speculation and uh, one, like 99% speculation, 1% truth uh, show that we do. Number one, the first clip is called Stamos Shame. I thought this was kind of funny. John Stamos had to change his day of appearance to tomorrow. I like that. Really? That's a good move. Make it what seem happened? like you got something going on. Make you busy. Makes it sound like something important is happening around you. What well, John called and said, I've got something happening. And, um, you know, I got things going on. Do you guys mind if I change to Wednesday? And I was like, what could he have going on? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> What do you have going on that you yeah. have to pre-record these interviews? Oh, my Lord. That he couldn't stop to just do hey, this. Uh, our show, I mean, it's early, early in the morning where he is. He's in California. What's going on? Yeah. It's 5, it's 5 a.m. So I said to myself, you know, there's nothing really that could be going on, but. Yeah, he they pre-recorded that interview with Stamos. Now, I, that, there's no doubt in my mind because uh, it just makes more sense with the LA time. Like, if, if, if because to record live to be out there, you have to be at like three in the morning. You have to be up at three in the morning or four in the morning, and uh, a lot of people are just not going to fucking do that. Some have over the years, the decades, but most don't. They just don't. Also, it's known that Stamos was a partier back in the day. And that now he's recovered from all that. So I, I don't know if that still upholds in his situation. Mm -hmm. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But still, who wants to get up at 5 a.m. and doll themselves up for Wig Tardo, mm -hmm. who honestly is just the dumbest interview in the entire world. And sure. Stamos knows him so well. He knows that it's going to be a nothing interview. And yeah. he even tries to bring some sentiment into it with the dad letter mm -hmm. and... Wiggy blows right past it. Spoiler alert. But mm -hmm. I think Stamos probably had a shit ton of interviews to do that day yep. for internet or TV mm -hmm. or YouTube. And if, if I was really that interested, I would have looked into all that like we did with Eddie Murphy mm -hmm. when Arsenio was on. But it just wasn't as big a get. So it didn't mean as much, I guess, because they're too buddy-buddy even back in the day. Not only that, but Stamos has been in many times. He's not quite at Alec Baldwin spade appearance level, like in terms of numbers, but he's certainly been a regular enough where there hasn't been a much of a break uh, between appearances or between something. So they've never not had a constant dialogue uh, uh, on some level. So number two, Stamos has better options. Well, that's not the point. What's he doing at this time of the morning that he can't stop? But that's yeah. That's what I was consumed with last night. I couldn't fall asleep. I was like, "What could John Stamos be doing?" But it's a power move, you know. It's cool. It's like you know, you hey, think? I, yeah. It's like, hey, I, I got to switch my schedule around. I guarantee he's probably out promoting his TV show, and probably like maybe a couple of things got booked up. His TV show. Do you? Um, this is not the. Um, he, he's not talking about the appearances he makes on that Full House reboot. No. Um, no, what's he talking about? Because I'm. This is where I've done not done my homework. I'm. I apologize, guys. No, that's that's fine. That's why I'm here. He has a show called Big Shot on Disney Plus, mm -hmm. where he plays a girls' high school basketball coach. 
because he lost his job as a college coach for being a hothead, I believe. Okay. That I'm not too clear on. But I do know that he plays a high school girls basketball coach. And Mm -hmm. it's all about his growth as a person and Mm -hmm. dealing with these young girls and producing a great basketball team. So Mm -hmm. it's one of those kind of... It's Disney Plus. It's a family-friendly thing. It's going to be like PG or PG-13. It's nothing yeah. racy at all. And have you, it's have you one seen of those it? feel-good shows. No. No, not on ch- my radar. I might have to check it out just to see because he's not he's not Lawrence Olivier. But Stamos is, uh, you know, he he's... I don't know what it is about him. He is kind of... I like his earnest sort of appeal. He just is who he is. And he's not, he's not making any bones about it. And when he goes on and he does... Like, for example, I saw him on ER. He was actually pretty good on ER. The few times I saw when he was on doing that run, although he might have, mm-hmm. he might he might have made been responsible for the cancellation. I don't know, um, but either way, um, I, he's not hateable. Even though he's got the world in the, in the his palm of his pocket just by being good looking, I can't resent him. I don't know why. He just seems likable to me. I have no idea what it is. Yeah, some people just have that quality, and I think that's why he survived in the industry for as long as he has. And that's why the Beach Boys liked him is because he yeah. attracted women to their shows. Oh, big time. He brought a younger audience in. The Full House thing has him as like a, you know, an, a family guy. And Okay. Uh, I don't have any dirt for real on him. No. And he's admitted his faults with drugs and alcohol. And mm-hmm. so he's basically said, like, I was stupid for so many years thinking mm-hmm. I could just be at 60% of my capability and just cruise by on that, even mm-hmm. though I was hungover or half high or half drunk. And mm-hmm. so I will give him credit for admitting to those past faults. Yeah. But it just, it's just not my cup of tea. Maybe yeah. if I ran out of every other option on Netflix <laughs> and HBO Max, but I've got other stuff I've been watching that just interests me more than something like that. That seems kind of, um, like a just a basic recipe for a feel good show, and okay. I'm more into like CD stuff or life, uh, true life stories come mm-hmm. to light or just mm-hmm. documentaries, things like that. I get into. Yep. Well, the uh, I, I think the other reason why I, I must find him likable is, is his relationship that he had with Don Rickles near the end of Don's life, and they treated him so respectfully. And I, I haven't, yeah. you know, that's why I still haven't written off Jimmy Kimmel because he was so good to Rickles, and they were. You know, and what I found amazing was Rickles at that age was able to make constantly new friends who were all younger. Just going to show you, you don't have to be friends with eighty-year-olds if you're eighty. You can always make new friends. It's not should never be about age. So that's my Tuesdays with Maury kind of thing. But either way, uh, let's continue. So he had to switch us. Because I don't think with anybody else you would switch. Like with Kelly and Ryan, you wouldn't switch. With Jimmy Kimmel, you wouldn't switch. Of course but with you us, wouldn't. It's like, All right. Well, we're, then we can find out what he did instead of yeah, I love it. Tomorrow, that's going to be the whole interview. <laughs> that- what? I love it. Because you, why wouldn't you? Because he's a podcast and they're actual TV shows. Network television shows. Why wouldn't you fucking leave Wig to the the bottom of the fucking barrel? Yeah, he's he's that fucking piece of chicken at the bottom of the bucket you no one wants. <laughs> <laughs> well, fun fact: they never dove into that in the interview. They never no. got into what he had better going on than doing his show that day. 
that would have at least been interesting because then it, there's some some type of like confrontation. But you know, Stamos would have easily like handled him. Like AIDS, Stamos is not a brain surgeon, but he's smarter mm-hmm. than Wig by far. Let's continue. Number three, passive aggressive swipe at Uncle Jesse. You. The interview. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was like, sure, John, come on tomorrow because you'll be a little bit older and a little less good looking. So I'm glad. <laughs> come on. Wait two more weeks. What do I care? Okay. That's a sh- real short clip. Um, <laughs> what do I care? <laughs> you get all these fuming. <laughs> he totally cares. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me get this out. Number four, 79 is fine yet consumed with Stamos. At five in the morning in California. But it's fine. I don't, I don't mind. I'm just consumed with it. You understand? No, I'm wondering what he's doing. Number five, uh, NPD running out of narcissistic supply. Uh-oh. Maybe he got neurotic. Like he was like, you know, the TV shows are more important. Now I got suddenly I got a booking on Kelly and Ryan. I got a booking on Jimmy Kimmel. I want to look good. I want to be fresh. Maybe he you sees those shows as more important. sleep like Jimmy Kimmel. Wow. <laughs> Not surprising. Uh-huh. That is funny. That is funny. Because at least he, he puts it on the table. I give that. Like, that's it's kind of rare for him to actually put out not realizing he's such a 79, but he doesn't really address his psychological stuff too much anymore, except uh, the odd time. And that's why you clip him. So kudos to you, my dear. Uh, number six, nothing to do. Part one. Didn't even get to the pen yet. She was showing me. Uh, her, her dog or something yeah. and then her ferret. ferret and then something else and just be- bouncing back and forth between all these things you gotta and be I was into like, her why would I bother with this what am I learning nothing and if, if somebody's watching two. this if they have nothing to do either you're wrong if you're- so that was blobbing on Adventure Denali yes and fountain pens and journals and her trying to get into Wiggy's new hobby and Mm -hmm. following her on YouTube and saying, basically, this is only for people that have nothing to do in their lives. (laughs) I had to clip this. I had to. How could you not? I love it when she fights back. I love, I'm going to say her real name. I love when Robin Quivers fights back. Keep Mm -hmm. doing it, girl. And I'll keep saying your real name. Promise. Yes. Uh, and you know, you, you'll throw in an Ophelia too. Uh, num- nothing to do part two. Rubber ring that you have to know how to use. And I think you're supposed to unwind it for two millimeters. And I'm like, I, I, there are surgeons who have less complicated uh, lives than my, right. than mine. Yeah. Yeah. You know why they make a pen complicated? To because charge you more money. Ever buying it has nothing to do. Yeah. If you're looking I, for a fountain pen, <laughs> you have That's nothing my to girl. Do. That's my girl. You know, I, you know. Okay, well, I, I, I agree. First of all, so there's, okay. Oh, God, I'm all, I'm all a flutter, I guess, when I hear this. It just stepped me right off. She speaks for the audience when that happens. She's talking for us. And every time it happens, I got to ask you, I'm gonna, when I has, it's been a while, but when it happens, is it her fighting back subconsciously? Or is it her consciously saying like, fuck this now? I don't feel, I don't care because the impression I've been getting for the last while is that she's back on chemo or she's back on something. And I'm not mocking by the way, cancer victims or sufferers by the way. Um, but, um, in this case, she's like, fuck it. I don't have long to go. Just tell them sometimes. It's her honest opinion. 
mm-hmm. of what she thinks of the things that he's watching. Right. And she's Frib- basically frivolous saying, shit. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get the fascination here. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to follow you. I'm trying to be with you on this and see what's so interesting. Mm-hmm. She's just being flat out honest. And it's one of those rare moments, I think, that we get anymore from her other than apologizing to Simona Dinnerstein or <laughs> anything else that maybe she fucked up. But this one just struck me as her being fed up with trying to have an interesting conversation about this stuff or running out of ideas to question him on Mm -hmm. or what is he getting out of this? Like, why are you following this 20 something year old who isn't teaching me anything? It's, it's just, you know, the fountain pen thing. She does the journals and the second nothing to do part two was I think about fountain pens. So she even tried to follow his second hobby Mm -hmm. and still got nothing out of it. Yeah. So, I, I can't wait to hear this next clip. It's been a while, but I'm looking at the title and I love it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, maybe I'm going to make him seem like a genius when I say this, but wig reminds me of the, he, it's, it's the, the impression I have is like his, maybe if he had a kid, his kid be next to him playing a fucking Nintendo switch and Wiggy would be playing that. Remember those water games where you just press the button and the air pressure sends the hoops over these things. Yes. Like I used, I had them as a kid and I loved them as mm-hmm. a kid. I got, got so much, this is how <laughs> I almost make it sound like when we were, when we were re retooling the muskets guys, <laughs> in our civil war uniforms, <laughs> when you, when you say about technology, it's funny. That's what we were amused by back as, and as kids and he doesn't have the mental capacity to understand what robin's talking about because to him adventure denali is like fucking like is is i is albert schweitzer you know you know albert einstein and so he's fascinated because he is a 79 right and she's a girl it's his theory of relativity yes so for him, this has opened up a whole new world for him of, I don't know what. I, I, right. I don't even look at this stuff. It just strikes me as so odd that mm-hmm. this is what he chooses to focus on. Yes. Like, there are so many other hobbies, and you've got, a, you've got health issues, so why aren't you focusing on that? Why aren't you researching different diets or different mm-hmm. foods or mm-hmm. supplements? Like, you're going to bore us no matter what you talk about. So yeah. bore us with something that might be more relevant to our own lives and what Abs- could help with iron deficiency or absolutely um, having a hunched back with, you know, <laughs> a, big, <laughs> a big old lump in the back. I don't Quasimodo. Know. He should be ringing a bell somewhere. Number eight, Adventure Denali is BS. From the ferret to the cat to the dog to the tree but it's youtube you can fast forward through that stuff and go right to what you need well to know. i wanted to know what the adventure denali was all about she's about oh. bs that's what she's about. no she's not <laughs> don't, don't <laughs> you and ralph so, i don't like okay so ralph so ralph is also saying this is stupid you're saying and and therefore yep. you are stupid for following it yeah they're teaming up on him which that's i love a, i think that's it's great that's great. This clip, <laughs> typing it made me laugh. Reading it made me laugh. And reading it again now out loud is going to make me laugh. Psychiatrist number nine, psychiatrist wants him to have fewer tutors. <laughs> I, no. uh, I do cats. <laughs> no, I want to do it myself. I want to do things on my own. No, the doesn't. psychiatrist says I should do no. things on my own. 
No. <laughs> no, he doesn't want to do things on his own. And maybe a psychiatrist did tell him ages ago. Yeah, but there's no way. Um, <laughs> believe it. <laughs> Number 10, uh, deleted scene, tuberculosis, fee, clearing throat. <laughs> Will you pick up the phone? Will you wake about it? Wake about it or if you're near it. Oh my God. <laughs> Just remind me of that clip I put on my other channel of Artie versus the coffer. <laughs> and he was doing yeah. the Henry Hill laugh. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. people were like vomiting uh, uh. if I play that clip and then they were starting playing the deliverance banjo music like competing <laughs> dueling coughs <laughs> it was one of the best organic bits I ever heard and so this was the the setup guys and I apologize for not putting it together please explain the um, I, I, it's, it's a great story okay so Wiggy was playing a clip and yeah. he thought he had muted himself but he didn't so he took the time when he thought he was muting himself to clear his throat. So that's what you just heard. <laughs> and fun fact, this was deleted out of the replay. Yes. So keep in mind, this happened while I was driving to work. Mm -hmm. And I knew it would be deleted. Mm -hmm. So I had to pull off on the side of the road, put my flashers on, hit stop, <laughs> rewind by a minute. Yeah. And then start recording. All in all for the love of you guys and showing the truth and the hypocrisy of what you get versus what is reality. So, so I didn't mind it at all. I was very safe. Yeah. I just casually pulled off to the side of the road where it was safe, <laughs> put my blinkers on, put the car in park and then hit rewind for a minute and then pulled it up, clipped it. And then what do you know? Later that day deleted completely and this is like the i want to say like the fifth thing in the past six months it's like one per month we get deleted oh yeah and it's just it's almost a game to me now to yeah. see if i can catch what's going to be deleted in the replay and sure god bless our listeners too because they they're they're on top of it in the thread so thank oh, you guys oh, yeah. And so <laughs> this is funny because in the old days, the pulling over to the roads side of the road was for very different reasons. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> okay. So let me start that one again. So, cause now people have the context yeah, and it's a short clip again with new ears. Okay. So listen. Will you pick up the phone? Will you wake about it? Wake about it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Welcome to my name, man. I want to <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Pretty good, right? I could interpret it for you if you want, but because I've well. listened. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Oh, that sound. God, I have to fucking, I have to put that into a, uh, into an intro. Oh. Christ almighty. Okay. Number 11, Mike issues. I don't know about person, a person first listening to it. I can make it out. Now. Oh, okay. You were Who coughing cares? through that. I don't know if everybody got it. Oh, you could hear me? Yes. Oh, I, I, I was lowered, like, what in the world? I turned off I my microphone. <clears throat> I thought Fred was goofing on me. <clears throat> <laughs> so there's a rare sound effect from Fred and then now it's, now it's coming out. That's funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I turn off my mic. Wait a second. I'm going to turn off my microphone. Tell me if you can hear me. <clears throat> yes. 
Well, that's <laughs> good. That's, <laughs> that's really good equipment. We're doing great. We're way ahead of the we're way ahead of the curve. I'm sorry about that. Here, I'll play it again. I had no idea. <laughs> Please. This is our 67-year-old podcaster after 40 years of radio experience. Still not knowing how to work his equipment. Always the 79. 79 forever. Hashtag. Okay, whatever they're using to record, which could be Zoom, it could be anything. If they're smart, it ain't Zoom because the just audio quality is is ass. But sometimes you have to make do. Whatever he's using to record, it could not. It could maybe just I don't know something else. But there has to be a mute button very prominently positioned, the same way they call used to call it a cough button. And all old old time radio hosts know this because that does happen, and that's the whole point. When you're live, if you don't have that handy, you, there's no elbow is gonna inside of the crook of the elbow is gonna cover that up. Did you hear how deep he had to clear his throat? Massive. There, there, there is something serious going on with his yeah. voice. There's, and there's fifty maybe maybe fifty quarts of semen he had to dislodge. I don't know. Oh, you. <laughs> I just, I think Rod Stewart, Rod Stewart was his throat clearing tutor. Oh God! <laughs> Sorry, I had to make one, uh, one, uh, one reference. Go ahead. This is just his age ca- catching up with him. He lost so. his timber. Yes. No more timber, mm-hmm. and it's it's coming to this point where no wonder he needs so much hot water. He needs, he should just be gargling with like honey and salt water, but God forbid, like what the fuck? Yeah, I don't you know. You, you, the, it made me realize, it made me remember Jay Thomas last few broadcasts and how his voice, because he was just a shell of himself, which unfortunately with cancer, that does happen uh, sometimes and most of the times actually. And his voice was so weak and I felt so fucking awful for him. And he was still on the air. I mean, I, I gave him credit. Um, but um, when you get older, it's true. Like, you, you're, the body gets weak. Um, voices do change over time, and it will get weak. My my poor dad, who's, you know, now in, a, you know, dementia, his voice has been getting weaker consistently over to the point where it's almost, he's almost croaking some words. And it's not because of any he, – he was never a smoker, none of that bullshit. He just – it's just age and there's nothing you can do to, there's no compressions going to change that. Like he starts losing strength in his voice, in his vocal cords, then it's the, you don't get that back. You don't recover from that. Right. Perfect example was, uh, this week I had a cold and it was, you know, one day of 90 degrees. The next day was 50 degrees and rainy. Mm -hmm. I had a sunburn one day and the next day I couldn't find enough layers to keep me warm outside. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, what do you know, Tuesday, I lost my voice, and mm-hmm. I was froggy, and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to record in four days, what am I going to yeah. do? Mm-hmm. But I took care of myself, I, I did what I had to do, and got the meds right, and here I am. So, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things, but it takes longer to get it back when you get older. Yes, and recovery, recovery time some, is extended. For somebody like him who has obvious health issues, mm-hmm. who has you know, just aged, period. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose some of what you used to have. Yes. And like you said, no amount of compression is going to be able to fix that Kermit voice nope. or the fact that he's a 79 and he doesn't know how to mute his microphone. 
Right. And we're going to hear shit like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it just makes me smile. That's that's what makes me enjoy the show is <laughs> when I see behind the curtain of what's really happening. And then I start putting pieces of the puzzle together, like the health issues, the death fear, the Beefus getting fed up with him, the Robin yep. talking back to him, the yep. the Ralph has no life because Wiggy won't let him in. And now he's moved down to Florida. I mean, there's right. so many like moving pieces that are kind of invisible to a regular listener, but for people like us who tune in and expose it to others, it's kind of fascinating, really, if you think about it, that we've got yes. four and a half more years of this. And what's it going to sound like by then? That's what I'm really curious. For Christ's sake, it'll be tin can radio at its at its finest. Um, num- yeah. What level of guests are we going to get in four and a half years, too? What do you think? <laughs> Okay, I'm trying to think. Who's a, who's like a G-list celebrity that I can think of? It'd be, who knows? Real Housewives people, you know, like yeah. uh, you know, like the the Scrubs, basically. Because the problem is, okay, he okay, Alec Baldwin, all the regular, you know, at, at the fucking, you know, cut out bin guests that he's been getting for the longest time. Not that the person has to be young to be relevant, or you know, because you could always have a resurgence. Someone could be huge again, and even if he was smart, get character actors in. The Rich Eisen show is one of the best produced pieces of, of YouTube out there when he has guests on and he's he's so professional and they're they love to tell stories about whatever their fucking, you know, experience was on a movie set, this and that and um, and tell stories. He's not interested in any of that because he has no interest in movies. He should be making movies, not watching them. But he, you know, he's just jealous and he's also lazy. He doesn't have the attention span. He might be ADHD. I have no idea. We know it's equal parts 79 narcissism and no attention span. Um, but what kind of guess is he going to get? I don't know. Like the, the, a bunch of SNLers who aren't movie stars, you know, or, you know, way past it. People who are just aren't relevant. Yep. It'll be like Seth Rogen for the 35th time asking about, dope. it'll be yeah. David Spade for like yeah. the 50th time. It's just sure. Tracy Morgan. It's going to be rehashed shit, so I mm-hmm. can't imagine it going any better. I think each show drops off more and more to the next one, and so that you, each one gets worse and worse. Do you think he makes it the full five years? I don't. I do. Really? I think he will be limping and crawling to the very end, no matter what. <laughs> and no matter, it's going to be like almost like the Marx Brothers or the Three Stooges with the audio quality or him losing his notes or just like Mr. Magoo. We joke about all these things, but I think that's what we're really going to get. It's going to be like a bunch of old people just not knowing what's going on in the world. And it's going to become even dumber and dumber as we go on. But he will never unclench his fist on those cold marbles that are in his scrawny, bony fingers Mm -hmm. until the very end. And I don't know what it's getting him. I really mm-hmm. don't. I mm-hmm. think the only people that are going to profit are his daughters mm-hmm. at this point. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Buckwald. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Uh, let's see. The next one, Wiggy's Dick Clark Dreams. And I'm certain this has to do with the whole, we were actually just talking about it, not recently, we, not, uh, not too long ago on the Facebook group about Ryan Seacrest and his jealousy of Seacrest and his all, you know, money coming in from alternate streams of revenue so dick clark was an asshole absolutely but a genius businessman at the time 
um, you know, when he was still in his prime. Yep. Well, this ties into the 112 production company that he was trying to create, even Mm -hmm. back with uh, Son of a Beach. Mm -hmm. So listen up. Yep. It would have been a good movie, but I lost interest, you know, like everything else. I just kind of said, you know what? I got a radio show. What am I doing producing stupid ass TV shows? And I had like nine deals in production. <laughs> like I was, be, you know, I was going to be like Dick Clark or something. Right. And then every minute I'm sitting at home getting calls. Oh, we want to do a rewrite on the script for Rock and Roll High School. I'm like, what? I mean, my, my head's spinning. We had just done four hours on the radio. The F- Oh, fuck off. He, he, this is, this isn't complicated. This isn't complex. He just never wants to do work. He's a lazy piece of shit. And what he's not willing to admit is that Oprah works. Ryan Seacrest works. Dick Clark was a fucking dynamo of energy. He never, I mean, he got a stroke and he was still on the fucking air. I mean, that's, that's a guy who's not afraid to put his foot forward. Yeah. They did their homework. They read the books they were going to talk about. They studied the people they were going to interview they mm-hmm. knew the talking points oh yes. Wiggy knows none of that he nope. doesn't do it he has people to do it for him and then he's trying to learn from them which mm-hmm. is like reading the cliff notes on shakespeare but not getting the full feel for what it's about or <laughs> he's, and and you got to remember he's a 79 so you filter through like a 130 IQ down to a 79 and what he's going to grab out of it. And then he's going to pick his raunchy points to talk about. So you really do get a 79 interview because it's just, it's sad. Picture so like many, the- I always say there's so many good questions <laughs> to ask these people and you never Tons. get them right. Never. Tons. Think of uh, the picture of the elephant man. Uh, as the character of Brad Pitt, the Brad Pitt's character in Seven, talking about the Marquis, the Marquis de Chade, and this is Wig. This is him getting prepared for anything. His production company, as we've said before, like okay, Son of the Beach. It was his production company in name only. I think FX and Fox, or they, they or FX, put up the money for FX. that show. Yes. yes, and so it was like. You know, he, he just doesn't have the, the sack and the stomach to put his own marbles behind a project that he feels, um, he feels strongly about. Now think, consider this compared to like Mel Gibson who put every fucking nickel into Braveheart and got production comp. He had to get international financing for that film. And if it bombed, he would have been broke, completely broke, but he did put it behind. It was a huge hit. Oscars, best picture, best director. He and he because he believed in himself and he believed in the project. He doesn't have that faith in anything, Wig, because A, he's dumb, B, he's a coward, and C, uh, he's a 79. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. he does not have the confidence to bet on himself in any Never. any circumstance. Right. So he's always winging it. It's always just limping, half-assed and yeah. lame. There might be a good premise in there, but it just gets lost in all of his over-controlling, manipulating, I know what's better, and then like asking other people to do it, and they don't understand maybe his vision, right. or they just they don't have the ability to make gold out of shit. So well, what was he going to alchem- do? Re- alchemy gone wrong. <laughs> what was he going to do? Remake Rock and Roll High School, but only use like train instead? It would have been made less money oh. than the original. 
And then remake oh. pork, remake porkies. I did a Photoshop. He would have remade porkies with a bunch of fucking fruits and, uh, it would have been guys yeah. looking in guys showers. Let's be honest. So, yes. which kind of defeats <laughs> that. Wouldn't you just go in if you wanted to walk into a shower and see naked men in your gate? So oh <laughs> you would have to spy on them. Uh, let's continue. CC is after me. I'm getting dragged into the general manager's office every day. They're bleeping the shit out of this show. I got to get the next show ready for the next day. Got 27 other projects, and I, you know, then I'm a, like, I'm a mogul sitting at my desk all day, and the guys go, well, "Yeah, well, we're thinking of a rewrite. Want to have a meeting about rock and roll high school?" I go, "Fuck you, a meeting about rock and roll high school? Don't you? Didn't I hire you guys to write?" And the other thing is, if you're going to be the president, like Merv Griffin of Enterprise, like he he had a uh, he had his hand on whatever projects he was doing, he was reachable. This guy cannot be reached, doesn't want to talk to anybody, doesn't want to do anything, can't do anything. It's a it's a trifecta of retardation. And if you want to be those guys, you do have to unfortunately work like 18 hour days, 20 hour days, because you're constantly being asked these questions. Unless you delegate people who can do this for you, who you trust. Wig trusts nobody. And knows nobody in his life who will put up with his shit, who's intelligent and capable enough to do all these side projects that he claims he wants to do, but doesn't have the fucking sack to ante up and pay for them. Yep. Did you hear him say 27 other projects? Right. That he's got Bullshit. going on? Bullshit. Bullshit. Thank you. Yeah. That's it. No, and, and he also had the rights to the uh, Brother Sam book by Bill Kinison, which is actually a very good book. I think it's out of print now. And um, and to make the Sam Kinison story, but a real a smart person would never make that because it's a sad ending. Like there's no it, there's no money in it. So it would be like a biopic that no one sees and at Oscar time, maybe if you're lucky you'll get noticed. Who gives a shit? So, uh, and I love Kinison. It's just, it's just a, you know, <laughs> you don't film, you don't film downers necessarily unless it's this big dramatic piece and you've got huge actors. So let's keep going. Number 13, Wiggy also consumed with Oprah's sway. See, that's why I was always jealous of Oprah. Oprah just stamps her names on shit. You know, she doesn't, she didn't write that magazine. She got people to write that magazine. Of course, it's out of business now, but. Duh. And is, right. is Oprah, is Oprah defunct now? Do they not publish that anymore? The magazine is online. Yeah. Okay. I don't know so. that they still do print, but they do online. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Would the oh, radio her magazine go out of business? I think so. I don't know. Do you see anybody reading O magazine? Well, I know I keep seeing covers, but I mean, mm. I haven't seen one in a couple of months, but. Right. Okay, one sec. I'm going to check this out. I don't buy this for a minute because every fucking airport, every asshole in an airport, every asshole has some wife who picks up an Oprah magazine at the airport. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Oprah magazine. The O magazine. Let me see. Uh, it's American Monthly Magazine. First issue. Final issue. Print only. December 2020. Okay, so print was made defunct, but it lasted 20 years. That's pretty amazing. Just about 20 years. I agree. Um, but okay. So he is right and wrong at the same time. But again, a lot of, a lot of publications have gone to um, digital only. It's just, you know, the way of the world. Um, let's see. Who knows? But even when she had a radio channel here at Sirius XM, they gave her 50 million bucks. She never showed up. That's what I was hoping to Did do with the production company. Did she through the building once? <laughs> I think that, that when she first signed the deal to get the 50 million <laughs> and then get. You heard the, uh, marbles episode I did with Carrie, right? Of course. And at one point we talked about how uh, there was a, an analyst who explained how anybody signs these mega deals with Sirius, for example, they have to, then the, if they get renegotiated, 
for the second contract, it's way less than the original one. So people even thinking we may have been mistaken for years thinking that number that they press released as 90 million or 80 million for the second contract that he signed. It might've even been less, way less. And now right. it makes more sense. They may have gotten him down to 70 or 60 at that point. Yes. And then and constantly then now lower. It's probably like 30. I'd say it's even minus. less, but you know, everybody's got their, Five or you know, 10, their figures. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, number 14, Control Freak, a.k.a. Lazy Piece of Shit. <laughs> it's my name on it. So I'm too much of a control freak to have a production company. You know what I mean? I'm not willing to delegate. No. Right. You haven't found that person that you trust with your vision. Oh, fuck off. Lazy Piece of Shit. There's just no two ways totally. about it. Yeah. Thank you. N number 15, Vax, No Mask equals COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I go for walks. But wearing a mask. No, I don't wear the mask when we go for a walk. I don't see anyone and, and no oh. one, no one around here is wearing a mask. So I don't know that <laughs> my neighbors don't wear a mask. Everyone just walking around without a mask. You're I guess staying they, away from them. I hope I'm trying. I don't know. I see, mean, uh, why, these why people you risk your life like that. When this is right about the time he moved to Florida. Mm -hmm. So notice there's a big theme from here on in about vaxxing, anti-vaxxing, mask, mm -hmm. no mask. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start talking about like beef and what she wants to do as far as socializing. Mm -hmm. So we know they've been vaccinated. We know that he got sick from the vaccine. He's recovered. It was no big deal. And now we're starting to hear <laughs> his whole outlook. And it's, it's bleak as ever. It's fear-mongering. Yes. He is still carrying this theme of people aren't doing their part of getting vaccinated and we're never going to go back to normal, which is translated as I'm never going back to the studio. I'm never right. going back to New York City unless yep. it's for Hampton summer. Mm -hmm. So I am keeping a firm eye looking out right now while Hampton season is starting to kick in with Memorial Day. Yep. Coming up in two days from this recording yep. mm -hmm. and pictures and Instagram. But as far as I can tell, as of today, they're still in Florida mm -hmm. based on Instagram pictures from Beef, mm -hmm. uh, just her interactions. And she's not wearing masks when she's handing off kittens, by the way. No, just thought she isn't. that was That's odd. <laughs> just a little very, bit. Very oh. odd to me. Yep. Running? Billy. People, I see people running. They run, they run, they run, and they run right on top of you. In other words, they they run right next to you. And they go, huh, huh, huh. Right, yeah. Yeah. Spewing droplets. <laughs> yeah. No one's getting that close to him doing that. They just aren't, unless it's Ralph over top of him bending him over a sink. Um, I, I just don't buy it. And when he's like, first of all, didn't he not just get finished saying, "Oh, um, you know, I don't go anywhere. I don't see anybody." Like just a month ago, not even. Saying like, wait, I don't, or right. even March, I think it was the March, uh, March, April shows where we started like, I don't see anyone. It's been two months. I've been in the, I've been in the fucking house for a month for, for three months. He's admitted he's not going anywhere, but even Robin said she went over a friend's house for two days. Mm -hmm. She's gone to restaurants to eat outside. Yep. She's gone to a museum. So there's three times she has left the house to go out in public mm -hmm. and you know, okay, she's wearing a mask. She's vaccinated. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But him, 
he is keeping this theme of I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. He is he is sworn up and down, but I am just waiting, waiting for the pictures of him on the street by tabloid or um, Instagram by beef mm-hmm. or something, just something yeah. to give us a clue or a hint that he is going out because he knows if he gets caught, he's going to be due back in that studio, which he is deathly afraid of. Definitely. Yes, strangely enough, because I always thought like he definitely wants to get back and get his ass kissed and have the fucking escort. And but it's the commute. He, he he's realized if you can do it at home, why not do it at home? And um, it's it's a very strange thing. But like everything else in his life, we're against it until it happens and it turns out to be a good idea. But it has to be forced on him. So originally the show was not going to be on. It was going to be televised. And then because Don, Don suggested it, and he goes, I don't think it's going to work. Then they ended up doing it. And he's like, all we have to do is stick cameras in the studio. You don't have to fucking lift the finger. Oh, this isn't so right. bad. Now I need it. Now it's, he desperately has to have a video component. What happened to, I, I, it doesn't capture the intimacy the radio does. That was his line. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Well. Yeah. I know. And then they, they go, oh. well, if you're vaccinated, you won't get it, but you could get a variant or a mutation of the COVID and you I don't can know what's get going actual on. COVID anything when you've had the vaccine because it's not 100%. That's true. I mean, the vaccines aren't, there's no vaccine a hundred percent. I mean, if you talk it statistically, so, um, anyway, let's, let's finish this clip first. Right. Immunity. Oh, shit. I probably so have it. get your fucking mask on. I probably have it. Right. Oh, I know a guy whose wife got it, but he never got it. <laughs> so this guy knows a guy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so the next clip is called Wig Logic, to mask or not to mask. You know what to do. They say if you walk outside, you don't need one if you're far away, but then somebody comes running right, right next to you. That's and... right. You can't control the people but... who run up behind you. That's why you so should get wear the fuck a mask. Away from me. Yeah, but they don't wear a well, mask. So in other words, I'm protecting them. They're not protecting me. You are protecting yourself as well. You are. You can't get as many droplets through the mask as oh. you can if they're running by you. You have some protection because it's a very brief encounter. You're shaking your head, nodding your head at various points. Go ahead. I know you got something drives, to say. It, yeah, it drives me nuts that this man doesn't realize. He thinks he's protecting other people mm-hmm. by wearing a mask. No, you're protecting yourself, okay? It's all about you, just like everything else in your whole world is. But Robin has got to always like teach him you know, how to be in the world. And at this point, I am just so fed up hearing him talk about masks and vaccines and just, it's gotten to the point where it's frustrating, it's angering. And he doesn't even know what he's talking about half the time. The people he has on, Dr. Eggis or um, uh, callers, Mm -hmm. people who have had death in their families, allegedly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, putting this on us as a culture like people people see the news people know what's going on so for us to have to live through him vicariously is super painful because he lives in fear and we don't need the pushing of the fear upon us so just stop and find something like this is supposed to be a comedy show 
Right. But this, this is the bullshit we got to listen to for like, no lie, an hour and a half each day. Well, yeah, and the, I mean, his worst habit, we, we just talked earlier about, I just mentioned about how he doesn't know when to end a bit. Well, his worst years were always when he was obsessed on the election, on the merger, on fucking AGT, on being on AGT, or, you know, the FCC, and it's like, you siphon the funny out of every fucking anything. It, it, so, bereft of all the writers, bereft of all the fucking talented people on the show, if they exist, or banishing them to the back and not doing these bits you say are PC anymore, not PC anymore, what you're left with is this. That's what you get. It, it's no different than him, him on any fucking shitty talk show. Now it's his, his own personal <laughs> shitty podcast. Right. When you just leave him with high and dry. He's got nothing in his utility belt. He's like Batman stuck in a cave with water filling up, and he doesn't have his bat like drilling drill. <laughs> I mean, we listen to this show for an escape from real life. Yeah. Even if it's dumbass Ronnie pegging up his ass, we still we we look for an escape of something other than like <laughs> what we get in real life. Yeah. And yeah, we know it's a special time in our culture and things are going bad, but Yes. Really? You're going to shove it down my throat even more? No thanks. Mm-hmm. Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I why see. waste your time trying to fight off their droplets? Put on a mask. <sighs> what a fucking nightmare. What a nightmare. You don't know that they're vaccinated. Have they, have they determined whether or not you can get it from touching stuff that people who have COVID have it? Uh, Beth uh, says to me. What they're saying right now is... So that's the end of that clip, and there's still a little more, I believe. If it's not, if I'm not mistaken, number 17, Robin lights up Wigtardo. Mm. <laughs> but I love how you all of a sudden just let down your barrier. <laughs> Nobody else is wearing <laughs> This is the reason why we clip this, guys, by the way, if, you, if you're not already aware by listening to it, because... You're right. He went, he went on and on and on like the worst version of Ben that you've ever, you know, Ben Stern that you've never heard like, like as bad as this. And so let's play a little more. I mean, I don't know what to do. I mean, everywhere I go. And, and then, uh, so, so let me ask you something. Uh, I, forget. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> just had it. It's just, it's, it's just impossible out there because Dr. nobody gives Fox a shit. Said, Don't put down your mask yet. <laughs> why, why is this so hard for him? Like, okay, I get it. You're vaccinated. You want to go out and do stuff. Right. But like, you can still wear a mask and do stuff and yeah. feel safe. Yes. What what is so hard about that? But him, it's like someone I think beef talked him into. Oh, we don't need masks anymore. We're vaccinated. That's right. You know, like what's her IQ? Like seventy (laughs) eight. So not realizing there's other people that aren't vaccinated that can carry it. That can, you know, obviously like any flu, like any virus, you can touch substances that have people's let's say mucus output, you know, Mm -hmm. they sneeze into their hand and then they touch a door or they wipe their nose and they touch a door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to get sick just like any other cold or flu, any other thing, but you're listening to Beefus who Mm -hmm. wants to go out and party and shove stuff up her nose. Yeah. Big time. 
and get drunk and be around anybody but Wiggy. Yes, of course. So, yeah, she's going to talk you into that shit. Now you're going to come out on the radio and you're going to look for a defense. And your defense, your defense is Robin telling you, no, wear a fucking mask, you idiot. Mm -hmm. Don't don't fall for this shit. So, (laughs) well, yeah, she lights him up pretty good. I like well, I mean, the 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 premise is like he doesn't want to wear a mask. Nobody wants to wear a mask. Obviously, it's just normal human behavior to not want to wear something that you weren't born with stuck to your head. But if for a guy that went so goddamn long about mask up, mask up, and then now just throwing that to the fucking curb. I mean, it's the same. It's the same as anything he gets into. I mean, fountain pens, eventually fountain pens will be a fucking, you know, adventure Denali will be the eight tracks of her generation and you'll never hear about her again. According to him, you'll never hear about, you know, fucking painting and biking and grilling and every fucking hobby. He just, you know, left in the dust without any fanfare. Yep. If he's such a germaphobe back in the day, Mm-hmm. Why is he not wearing gloves and yes. a mask? Double yep. mask, right. for that matter. Why is he <laughs> not doing this all along? Why are we not hearing about this? And right. now it's up for question? Bullshit. Fuck mm-hmm. you, Wiggy. No yeah. thanks. Not yep. buying it. When did you hear you can take off your mask? I went somewhere where I had my mask on, and I asked the guy... Do you have a mask? And he says, no, because I had COVID. I'm not getting, no, I said, do you have, did you have the vaccine? He goes, no, because I had COVID. And I guess go, what? That doesn't mean anything. You can get COVID again, even if you've had it. Yeah. This, but this is what, this is why we're losing the battle. Well, you're helping now. You're going to be maskless too. <laughs> nice. <Jesus laughs> well, well done, Robin. He couldn't even get his story straight on that one. No, he couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm joining the crowd. <laughs> you, know, you try to mandate a smart decision and people get angry that you're trying to... Oh, God, another back office caller. Um, yeah. number, number 18 is a great clip. Beth partying with the vaxxers. Because Beth's starting to tell me she's going to socially distance with certain people and she's got all her rules. And I'm like, well, if you get it, then I get it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's why I'm throwing in the towel. You're not in the same room or house or wing together. So how are you going to get it? Yeah, go ahead. So that means for beef, they're going to have different straws to snort different things. <laughs> they're not going to share the same straws, right? No, they won't use the same album cover. <laughs> <laughs> you take a Braxis. I'll have twenty one twelve. Um, let's see. Oh, COVID wins. That's it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you were gonna say I brought my own mirror, guys. <laughs> Just put the powder on here. I'll take care of it. Yep, things go better with Cocor, indeed. Wait Done. a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna get Wait it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who is she socially distancing with? Uh, people who people had who are vaccinated. Yes. Okay, they have said outside that it's okay. To be with people who've had the vaccine and be maskless. I love I love Robin's delivery, that fucking slow syrupy drawl because it's just chemo. It's like it's like this the slow motion parts of chariots of fire. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but it totally contradicts everything she said about variants. Yes. And people that have had it mm-hmm. and that not getting it again. And mm-hmm. What the fuck? What, what am I supposed to believe? What are you telling me? You're just saying whatever he wants to hear at that moment to fill up air fucking time. So yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Oh, I want to like you, Robin. I just, you're killing me. 
the show should have disclaimers. In fact, I mean, it really should have, you know, um, you know, something at the beginning. Listen, if you take medical advice from either of these two fucktards, you deserve what you get. You know, you are sincerely the management. (laughs) You're on your fucking own. Yeah. Good luck. Take nutritional advice from either one of them. It's the flip side of the coin. You're going to be a, ma- a man mountain, or you're going to be like uh, like a the, what you know Howard Carter found in Egypt. Go ahead. You'd be just as good drinking a Gatorade and eating a vitamin C chewable every day. Listening yeah. to these two. Fuck off. <laughs> you think we? You think Beth bites the head off all the Wilmas, <laughs> Flintstone vitamins? <laughs> no. You can't follow the rules. Is that the problem? <laughs> no, I, I'm following the. I, I don't want to get into it. I am following. The rules. <sighs> Beth is the problem. She's not. Beth is only seeing people who've been vaccinated. That's okay. No, there's. I, I'm. I, I'm going to end there's the show. And go ahead, give a lecture. That's right. I don't want to end up like Bubba <laughs> with the fucking with the fucking COVID. <laughs> Wow, I can't believe. I love Bubba that you're at home. Them. You're I not even believe, in the studio. I can't believe Bubba was mentioned even for that matter. For that matter, because Bubba's still, by the way, guys, we we don't talk about Bubba peripherally even, but uh, other things have been posted in our group about you know Bubba uh, still like responding to Howard's stuff and kissing his fucking ass, hoping, praying for some kind of gig. Meanwhile. There's there's speculation that you know Sal is no longer on the show because an article came out that someone posted about a pizzeria in West Islip, and um, it said in the article the gist of it was it said um, Sal Governale he was just quoted it was three lines literally as being former producer of the an on air personality of the Howard Stern show I don't know if it was a mistake the former or he's no longer on the show. Or it's just the angle of to make him seem bigger that he was a producer, but he's still on the show, just not a producer, quote unquote. And that seems to be more likely. I can't imagine they're going to let him go and Richard. No, and I don't see him giving up the show with his fandom and all that he's put into it after 25 years. Mm -hmm. So he might just be a caller. We got to listen to the calls better now for his voice. So yeah putting the bat signal out for you guys but um yeah yeah, i think sal may be taking less money yeah they might have squeezed him but he's still holding on for Mm -hmm. whatever he can Mm -hmm. uh to be a part of the show and similar with richard um because someone messaged messaged me um it's gonna it's gonna bother me until i get their name right but either way about uh their linkedin profiles and how uh, it's not, um, there's no listing in, um, Sal or Richard's LinkedIn for being on the show, something like that. But people, if you're employed, you don't give a fuck about your LinkedIn account anymore and you don't update it. So it's not, it's not evidence of anything in my opinion until, until someone literally says I'm no longer on the show or, you know, or you never hear it. Number 19, paranoia, loser gets defeated. Please. I'm paranoid enough. Oh. Big pause. Well, just yeah. it's it, they keep saying Dead Earth's a feet. little while longer, a little while longer. Just observe the protocols. We I am, but things. I feel like I'm losing the battle. Fuck off. What, what? Fuck off. I, I, yeah, I'll talk to you off the air about it. All right. Mm-hmm. We don't have to get into it now. Okay, what's he need to talk to her about? Beth. He's gonna bitch and moan and complain about Beth off the air, basically. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That and um, what can and he cannot do. 
you know, mm-hmm. so he's going to go to Robin, who is what, right. 81 IQ? <laughs> She was just a nurse. slightly above him and Beth, but it just seems like he—he's so tired of this himself. Yet he's mm-hmm. for some reason propagating this theme over and over and over, yeah. and we're so sick of it. Mm-hmm. But even he's talked out of it, and he's yes. run out of things to say. <laughs> oh, stop it! Okay, and the number twenty clip is called "Outlook Bleak." God, we're getting thing. Some... Everybody's exactly. running around like they know they won't get it. I know. You know what? Everyone's going to get it. We're all going to die. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was four seconds. That was that's a record. <laughs> Go ahead. Welcome to the comedy of Howard Stern, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. And number 21. We're almost done for the day, guys, and for the podcast. 21, king of all shit analogies. <laughs> the kid who used to get it for John uh, said John would get irrationally angry if his apple was bruised in the morning what i'm thinking about is imagine you're like a parent and you know you're scraping together the money for this kid to go to college the kid says hey you know i'm interning at the howard stern show and the kid can learn something about my crap about about radio and stuff occasions yeah and and you find out kind of through talking to the kid kid finally opens up you think he's about to open up to he's gay or maybe he's lgbtq or maybe he's uh i don't know maybe he killed somebody i don't know what it Jesus, where, where the who the fuck thinks of this as some kind of yeah? Go ahead, please. I'm I'm not lost for words. I know what I think, but <laughs> this all came up because they were talking about how bad interns had it when they had to deal with John Hine, mm-hmm. and if they brought him a bruised apple, they would get beat down. They would get abused verbally by him if they if got the, their order wrong yes. from uh, McDonald's or. Chick-fil-A, they had to go back and get a new order. If they got the apple and gave it to them and it was bruised, Uh they had they 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 got beat the shit out verbally. Yeah. So what kind of work environment are we talking about here? (laughs) For a guy with a palate of a four-year-old. Yeah. Drives me insane. There's one there's one clip I'll never I'll never forget. And I think I'd love to go through it one day as a as an aside with maybe you and someone else and, and just have like a, a like you know clips that i find fascinating but doesn't have to involve bob necessarily for, because it's psychological but there's gary comes in and says there were times there were there was a time where i had to throw almost had to throw up every morning before i went into work out of because he was afraid of what kind of yelling is going to come his way like the same way some people before they get on stage they got to throw up out of nerves so Bowie's nerves are acting up so he probably did vomit and he's not admitting right. it and no, I remember he, this. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, the psychological toll on the human being for working for some monster like that, unless you're extremely strong-willed, and if you are, you're not going to last at that show anyway. You're just going to find a better job or just get the fuck out of there or tell him to fuck off. Yeah. Or you're going to take on a vice, like yep. drugs, yep. scotch, uh, oxycodone, um, a teen anal porn. And fetish, <laughs> yeah. Um, that could just be Bowie, those three, four things, but um, yeah. other other staff we've known to be sniffing panties of interns. Oh, god, JD. Oh, Jesus. um, you know, eating Kaplan Hine with his food mania, mm-hmm. and just other people who have gone to the hilt to whatever it is, whether it's weed or drugs. I mean, we know the staff loves to party. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of that stuff has been cut out. I mean, even Brent went to L.A. and was allegedly caught doing like hard drugs with women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and forcing them into situations they were uncomfortable with. So mm-hmm. it just seems like a big dark hole. Yeah. And that's not a bad metaphor. That's just that's not me being snarky. It's just no. the truth of if you go into the show, you can expect to have some kind of addiction, mm-hmm. some kind of massive overhaul on your life just mm-hmm. to keep up with what the workload is. Well, look at Jackie, look at Artie, look at KC, look at, um, I'm trying to think who else, like, you know, I mean, even Billy, Billy was an a admitted alcoholic and, in, yeah. you know, had to get clean Billy West. And so with Artie, especially who is extraordinarily strong willed, but at the same time, he was put in such a situation like I don't want to, it was a different situation because it's a fan perspective. He went in as a fan instead of this is a new job for me. And yes, I have a boss, but there's no, I have no connection to him. He, he thought like it's my hero or one of my heroes. And as they say in, in the business guys, do not meet your heroes because you're more than likely going to get disappointed. And it's never more apparent than in that artist's case, but we'll save that table that for another discussion later on. Last one is called thermos through tutor wanted. So again, we're back to the thermos. Like I'd like to wrap it up. Maybe the thermos is going to cycles back. Maybe we should make a thermos <laughs> Photoshop for this particular one. <laughs> I got the shittiest thermos. They should, this company should be. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. What? 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 Are you supposed See, to? Do? <laughs> supposed, all the I boil water and put hot water in this thermos, <laughs> but it's completely cold now because. Is there a the top? Is, an opening in the top? Yeah, there's a top that you press down on, to get the water out, but. I don't know how you sit. Well, maybe you sit it like that. <laughs> maybe I'm doing it wrong. Harder than maybe. I can guarantee he's doing it wrong before he starts. What the fuck? <laughs> this is, what this am is I listening to? Do you do you think he needs a tutor to figure out a light switch at this point in time? He's always king, baby. I yeah. just don't know how many more times I can say this to people. Like <laughs> King Veal, King Baby, King Seventy Nine. Yep. yep. He just. He is a helpless, hapless being. <laughs> he is so sad. It is the saddest thing when I listen to the show and the things that I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is what you have troubles with? Yep. While I'm trying to explain to my kids like how to drive a car, how sure. to you know, do your schoolwork and be a good student and how to, I don't know, have relationships with your fellow peers. Mm-hmm. Just I don't understand. Like even they get the basic things like they can run a dishwasher and a washer, uh, a laundry machine. They can, you know, cook for themselves. They can do so much. And they're 12 and 16. He is seven. I'm sorry, 67. I want to push it up higher, but he is 67 and he, my kids can do more. My 12 year old can do more than a 67 year old at this point. Um, well, I'll tell you one thing, Sam, I'll give you a, a modern day analogy. Sam is not a, um, uh, a tech savvy person necessarily with computers specifically. And she had a problem with, um, it was, it was like, um, uh, memory, like her thing. She was getting the blue screen of death on windows, which I've had in the past. It's usually a memory thing. You go in, you take out the Ram, you take an eraser, which is a quick fix and you clean it and brush it off and then just plug it back in. And that thing goes away. Cause she was getting stalls. And I told, I just sent her the video on her phone cause her computer was on the fritz. And she was like, she was amazed with herself that she figured it out 
like nice. doing that. And I go, well, any, nowadays we're at like that point where you can get on YouTube and there are quick fixes and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but at least there's that option. So he can't even do that because I don't know, he needs a YouTube tutor. So anyway, so oh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So let's play the last bit of this clip and then we'll wrap it up then. <laughs> you can't even arm. work a thermos. Are you going to load a fountain pen? <laughs> I need people. I've come to that conclusion. It's too late for me. <laughs> so too, he's, it, <laughs> he's given up on the psychiatrist wanting him to need less help. And he's like, I just need people. That's it. I give up. Yeah. So, so much for that theme. Yes. All right. So what's next with the therapist? Like, I don't, I don't even know. I can't reach to that low of an IQ. Honestly, I'm, I know I'm in the hundreds. I'm not claiming to be super high. I'm just, I know I'm in the hundreds yeah. somewhere. I can tell I was smart because uh, I went and did an IQ test just the other day. And at the end, it asked for a don't, like, you got to pay for the results. And like, I'm smart because I didn't bother paying for that result. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, um, thank you so much, my dear. You did such an amazing job clipping. And Mark Sabjevich as well for, as well for those clips that you took. We, uh, we appreciate it, anybody who wants to. And by the way, guys, even if it's redundant and if you feel that there's a clip that you think we might have missed and you want to send it, go ahead. We, that, we appreciate the effort, absolutely. But we're on top of it 99.9% .9 of the time, not 79%. And, um, and we're going to try to get in through the next few days. Uh, next time, we, we're going to have to step this up a little bit. So if you get Get some more Thursday night breakdown or regular episodes on Thursdays. Uh, don't be surprised because we're trying to get as close to present day as possible. Yeah, most likely the next uh, breakdown is going to have Stamos clips. So that will probably go direct to podcast. Yep. But anybody who wants to send me anything, I'm totally open to it. I'll let you know if I got it already. And also people who make threads about the current show and what they heard that day on Facebook. I truly appreciate because those were things I might not have clipped, but you brought mm -hmm. out good points. And yep. based on those, I've gone back and I've reclipped stuff to use for breakdowns. So thank you guys. Love you all. And thank you, Fillmore. Appreciate all your hard work. And keep the donations coming in, guys. We love it. And uh, I'll, I'll prepare a new list uh, as soon as it gets updated. Uh, we appreciate it. It just goes right into back into the show. And, uh, you know, hopefully it gets to the point where we're wiping our noses with Sawbucks. And um, we, but we, won't, <laughs> we won't do that on camera. <laughs> but uh, we love you guys. Take care. Stay safe. And uh, bye for now. Bye. Yeah. Take a and on the awards mouth, show, they kissed each other. Like, guys have kissed each other on awards show. If you watch old clips of Howard Stern, he's making out with Ernie Onastis. It's the oldest trick in the book. Come Why? on. He did not make out with oh, Ernie Oh, he Onastis. tried to tongue kiss. Go. I, I who, got, wait, who did he make out with? So you're either unoriginal or you're disgusting. Exactly. We're just following the king. But I'm just saying that it didn't affect, like, Will Ferrell and Sasha Baron Cohen's careers. Of course not. Jimmy Kimmel and Howard Stern simulated a make-out kiss last time. He was a guest I on the show.